good evening and welcome to the Outpost Frequencies, brought to you by TheLastMovieOutpost.com. For all of your movie news, reviews and everything cool about films. I'm your host this evening, Boba Phil, because I've changed my name now. Uh, <laughs> not on the website yet, but I, I have. And with us, we have another full house. So we have Yoda. Oh, shit. I, I'll just switch it to Flat <laughs> I was like, which one is he going to pick? I don't know. I, I, I panicked. I didn't know what to do. Oh, the pressures of live television. <laughs> I'm just happy we're on all muted. Um, well, that's still probably the case anyway. Um, um, we got you. We got Sean. Hello, fellow bigots. <laughs> Big. Bigots. I think that's what you meant to say. Just about. And Matt, formerly known as Aggie. What, losers? Yeah. How you doing? He's talking to me when he says that. Yeah, I'm not a loser. <laughs> my mum says I'm a winner. Um, <laughs> my mum says I'm cool. Yeah, my mum <laughs> says I'm cool. How is everybody doing this Sunday? Eh, it's a. I woke up this morning. <laughs> Shame. <sighs> Why am I alive? <laughs> I'm in heaven. I've got a house all to myself. All my kids are out. The wife's oh. out. I've sat on the sofa all day eating crisps, drinking, <laughs> watching sports. Oh, I'm nice. loving it. How much sports have you been watching? Uh, I've been watching the athletics, actually. Have you been watching the gymnastics again? <laughs> you, you, do, you do like those boys on the pommel horse, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> don't assume they're gender tools, don't assume they're oh, it is funny still old sports like that still still say this you know male and female and it's just kind of like i'm sure there's people screaming at the television going no there's 37 genders yeah. Where, where's the gold medal for the apache helicopters and- you can quite see see she's got a cock while she's jumping around <laughs> i'm gonna tell you something when they get men on those uneven parallel bars i'll start respecting it until then yeah. And that yeah, ain't ever going to happen. I see how those women thing. hit those hit that lower bar with their groin. I'm like, uh-uh, nope, I'm out. I, I'm <laughs> going to start respecting trans people when a uh, female boxer decides to transition into a man so she can fight in the heavyweight there. <laughs> yeah, It'll be like that Monty Python sketch with John Cleese and Connie Booth, you know? <laughs> I will Bye. start respecting them when... No, I'm just kidding. I was going to say, five, five, minutes, five minutes into the into the fight, like, woo, 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 she's not going to make it. <laughs> I mean, he, he's not going to make it. Cutting it off longer and going, if, she, if, she, if he dies, he dies. He dies, he dies. She dies. What is it? I don't know. When it dies, it dies. If it dies. Jolly good. Well, that's got some of the racism out of our system. <laughs> um, I punched so- her dick off. <laughs> he gets on the to be, you know, on the nutsack like a one of those bags. You know, <laughs> I was going to say I, I punched the dick off. To be fair, it wasn't on there very strong anyway. No. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> Turns into a Popeye that's, cartoon. You know? That's that's plasticine for you. Yeah. Um, well, on a Popeye news, the uh, whoever owns it now has said that Popeye is actually uh, gender fluid, I officially know. canon now. Just in case, just as an update, to you guys. Want to keep what, you guys? What, why do Why what do we keep Why do we keep running this site? Why do we bother anymore? Yeah. What, there's nothing fun to talk about anymore. It's all just makes just... us angry. All the fun stuff we have to say off air. That's the. Or, or we or we have to talk about forty <laughs> year old movies. Say you off know? air. 
Um, okay, so let's talk about some of the some some of the stuff that's been coming out of Comic Con this weekend. Um, if you don't know what Comic Con is, um, it says Why in the Muslim here? culture that if you die in in battle, you go to heaven to see to meet seventy two virgins. That's pretty much what Comic Con is like. <laughs> seventy two virgins. <laughs> Greatly <laughs> underestimating the number of virgins. <laughs> yeah. By a I can just, order of I magnitude, just, I'm pretty sure. I, I can just imagine these Muslims getting to heaven and going, "Where are my seventy two virgins?" Uh, they're all over there playing World of Warcraft. Unfortunately, they're all uh, middle-aged men. We're all here. Let's go play Rift. <laughs> so anyway, now that we've insulted everybody at Comic-Con. <laughs> I know, we've been on five minutes. We've had to go at trans and Muslims. <laughs> he said now let's work our way to racial stuff. <laughs> you know, it's so weird to me now to think that there was a time that I really would have liked to have went to Comic-Con, you know, sometime around like nineteen. 19- I agree. Yeah. I would have gone. To, you know, when all that long ago, I was like, I would have gone to some of the Star Wars. Uh, what do they call them? The the <coughs> dork conventions. Yeah, the <laughs> Star Wars celebration. Uh, yeah. I would have gone to one of those. And now I'm like, never. How long has that been going on? I thought that was really recent. Decades. Well, oh, I did. Yeah, it's, yeah, it was. It started in the early '90s, I think, after they kind of brought in the the hmm. legend stuff. But it wasn't like a yearly thing. It was. You know, then they waited like four or five years, another one. And then as Disney bought it, it started ramping up. That's when it started becoming a more. They commercialized it, basically. I would have loved to have gone to Star Wars celebrations, but I would have seen myself getting thrown out quite quickly after meeting a few of the ladies dressed as Princess Leia. <laughs> He's making so, a red so... joke. <laughs> and you mean the know, ones where just... she's dressed as a fucking Quaker, right? <laughs> Um, either that or the Chewbacca's, because uh, they would have reminded me otherwise. The Chewbacca um, bikini. I love that. I love you know the movie Paul, where Simon Pegg and Nick Frost are the two you know d- dorks, and they go to Comic Con at the start of the movie. I, I've always I don't really like that movie, but I love the movie leading up to before they meet the alien. But before Seth Rogen Right, but them in the Comic Con and all that is just so funny to me because mm. he's you know that whole thing. I don't. Yeah, it's pretty funny. What does he says about what he's like? What was it like when you you nailed that? Uh, uh, or he said, "What was the girl dressed like Chewbacca or Ewok like?" He's like, "Oh, she was very furry or something like a terrible joke." <laughs> I haven't seen it for Warm. a long time because it's. I've yeah. not seen it. Seth, the sh- the shame is, is that Simon Pegg is such a fucking shit wit now. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. should we should we should we talk about that ever so quickly? Yeah, real quick, since you guys um, Star because Wars. If if obviously you've been reading the site, if you're watching this, can't you're all the be site. rape, Sean. Can't <laughs> all be rape. Um, <laughs> but yeah, basically, Simon Pegg has labelled all Star Wars fans. Well, not all. I mean, it's kind of like the Star Wars fan base is just seems to be toxic at the moment. The most Particularly, toxic, I think was what he said, wasn't it? I'm the just most looking toxic at, fandom or something. Uh, that's right. Yes, it, it, um, t- it seems that the most kind of to- kind of toxic that at the moment. Yeah, so I mean, with it, he's obviously been talking about it with the whole thing that happened with um, Moses Ingram, um, as the fantastically, brilliantly written and well acted character of Reva in Obi Wan. <laughs> I couldn't do that with a straight face. <laughs> well, I mean, let's just let's just let's just put this stupid shit to bed once and for all. It's it's. The reason they call it toxic, when they say toxic, they're basically saying racist. Yeah. Okay, yeah. first. Second of all, they have set it all up, you know, inauthentically, 
to put in all these diverse characters in there or to change characters or to put, you know, lesbian <laughs> stuff in. They put all their social justice stuff in there on purpose <laughs> and in, inauthentically and inorganically. And really, it doesn't really, none of it really belongs in Star Wars. I'm not saying that black people don't belong in Star Wars, but, you know, just, you get yourself a Billy D. Williams that clearly belongs in that universe, not Moses Ingram, who doesn't, you know, I mean, she, first of all, she looks like she's 12. And she's screeching. She's not doing a very good job. But then you say, when people object to this, it's because they're racist and we're going to tar them all as racist. It's all based on a lie. It's all based on lies so that they can continue their nonsense of pushing out the message so that because they hate they hate the fans. And because most of the fans of Star Wars were white guys in their mid 40s to mid 50s, we're the most hated group and they can inauthentically create this nonsense to pretend that everybody's a bunch of racists. And I'm, I'm like, you know, you're just a bunch of liars and thieves, and you've stolen thing, everything good in the in the creative market from us. The thing is, is I put up a picture of Samuel L. Jackson, Billy Lee Williams, um, Moff, Moff Gideon, I forget his name, <laughs> yeah. just Gasposito, and even um, Pedro Pascal. And yet there's no racism associated with them in any way, shape or form. But even before Obi-Wan came out, they said that she was going to suffer this. But mm. then you think of Moff Gideon, Mandalorian, um, Lando and Mace Windu. OK, maybe maybe not so much Mace Windu, but they are quite well creative characters that you can kind of like. Um, and, and and Samuel Jackson, you're just never going to hate Samuel Jackson because the guy's awesome. But oh, this Reaver, is what happens. Just- Reva is just a terrible character. Her whole her whole arc was, "I'm going to avenge my fallen Jedi by killing lots of Jedi," <laughs> and it's just like, yeah. seriously, that's that's the best you can come up with for her story. And yeah. so, you know, we're not we don't hate her because she's black or because she's whatever. We hate her because she's just a bloody awful. I, I did the review this week or um, of the fan edit of Obi Wan. And it was only after I'd watched the film and it was kind of late at night, I was thinking to myself that I completely forgot the whole bit of Reva's end arc was completely missing from the end of the movie. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I know. And, 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 and even I thought to myself, oh, oh, yeah, I completely missed that. I actually that. But it didn't like matter. That, that edit. I mean, he worked with what he had, but I, I don't know. It, was, yeah. it, it made it work, or at least it but made it work just, better. It, it, Reva was just not needed in there. And you could have completely and utterly cut her out. And it just it would have actually just been a better story, but her whole arc is just utterly ludicrous. There is, it, it, there's, I know, I remember one specific moment, but I think there was a couple of moments where she had the chance to take on Vader, but she doesn't do it, and it's only at the end. And then and they still don't get this at the end as well. It's kind of the the what's his name, the Inquisitor comes in and says, "Oh, revenge is such a great reason to live. Are we going to kill her? Nah." You yeah. know, after Vader's sort of gone, I will not accept failure again. Everything else, you see, you're going to kill her then. Nah, nah, I'll be all right. What do you think, John? <laughs> yeah, I agree. Because <laughs> you watched the entire series. This twice, might come as a surprise to you, but I didn't watch the first second of it. What? Well, <laughs> that makes you a racist. I, clearly. By, I would say around 2014, I would say that the gender studies curriculums were fully saturated in the right at, at, on on up. So you start college in 2014, 2016, 2018, right? You're out by 
2020, 2018. You started 2014, you're out by 2018. So you got all these HR people that have taken over all these corporations that majored in gender studies, and they're all in deep in Disney, and and they're in a lot of corporations. Because I'm seeing it in my corporate. I'm seeing it in a lot oh, of places. Yeah. These people have infiltrated and taken over the HR departments. Everybody's scared to death of the HR department for some reason. And now... It it makes the rest of the company, no matter what company it is, in this case Disney, uh, churn out products that have to have all this social justice nonsense in it. And it's it's and if you wonder why we're going to have food shortages and everything else by the end of this year, when, when companies are going to start going imploding and going bankrupt, it all started, I think, about eight to ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's Simon Pegg. Um- <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, apparently ending ending the world and causing world hunger. Um, anyway, yeah, guy used to make some really good, you know, funny stuff. Now he's it's, just a fucking shit with His early on career, he was in a program called Big Train over here, which is just like a sketch comedy show, which was just, it was fantastic. It was great. Spaced is still brilliant. I've never um, seen Spaced. I keep meaning I'll, to watch it. That. I'll, yeah, it's really funny, man. I've, it's I'll really that. good. I've heard it's great. I think you can watch it all on YouTube. Somebody uploaded it years ago. You can watch all of that on YouTube. Or VPN it in <coughs> film four, but I mean it's just it's great and his early stuff is great. But it seems like he's now just been in. I want to say he's establishment. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, you know he he's spent Kevin, so much time with British Tom Cruise. And, Smith. Yeah, that's what yeah. someone yeah. said. And that was such a good comment. That was a, uh, that, yeah. Whoever said that nailed it. We I don't I, I, I it wasn't long chance because I was able to see the comment, so I know it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right, anyway, so um, on to Comic-Con. Dungeons and Dragons Online. Now, Yoda, you didn't like this, did you? Oh, I fucking hated that trailer. <laughs> I want to see a Dungeons and Dragons movie that is toned like um, like a Lord of the Rings, you know? And they've never really done it. They've never even does, come close. There's none of that... Lord of the- you just have to settle that Lord of the Rings will have to scratch that itch for you. Yeah, it, it, I mean, oh, the I, rings of power. I mean, we'll get to that. Obviously, no, we'll get to I that. Mean, I'm talking about the original Lord of the Rings, not even the Hobbit. At least the Hobbit, the tone was correct, even though it was a bloated mess. But you know, I I don't need to see Chris Pine using present day colloquialisms in a Dungeons and Dragons movie. I mean, the whole point of playing Dungeons and Dragons is to immerse yourself into something that is not the present day. I mean, that's really, in it essence, was- and yeah, I, I get the jokes, you know, where are the Chinos, ah, you know, all that nonsense. But that, that's really the fun of it is really getting into the stories if you have a good dungeon master and all that kind of stuff. I don't need to see him saying, you got this. It's like, you go, girl. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off with this. I would are I, I submit to you three that the best Dungeons and Dragons movie is was the movie from four or five years ago, maybe six, called Knights of Bad Astom. About and it's it is funny, but I mean it's not a Dungeons. Like I said, I'm tired of meta. I'm tired of irony. I want something sincere. <laughs> and, the thing is. We don't get that. You, you say that though, but I did when I wrote the article up and about it, and I did read that the director, one of the directors, John Francis Daly, who was in Freaks and Geeks, his character Sam was obsessed with Dungeons and Dragons, so he used to play all the time, and he said that the tone they went for the movie was the whole 
friends getting together and having fun and you know yes you immerse yourself in this game but at the same time you're just having a laugh with friends and stuff and so he's he's giving it that kind of tone and i don't know i thought the trailer looked all right yeah, I, but I this, is, this is this is a movie not the, I mean, no, I'm sorry. The game. No, 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 the not game. Not you, Sean. Oh, uh, you would watch anything. Yes. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, the, 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 what I'm trying to say is that you know, getting together with friends and playing the game is a different experience than watching a movie, which is much more passive. I want to. I want to lose myself in a movie. So, so you want the movie to be like a story set in the Dungeons and Dragons sort of universe with with no aspect of like, oh, this is a board game and it's not They've like the eighties thing where they get times. transported. They've done yeah, that yeah. all the time. They, it's not like that hasn't been done. When have they done an actual, real, sincere Dungeons and Dragons adventure? Like, the, like the I used to read back in two thousand uh, with Zoe McClelland in it. That was. I mean, it wasn't a great film, but it was it was set in that kind of real universe, like you're talking about. It, I, don't it wasn't, it was I don't understand terrible. what you. I don't understand. I didn't watch the trailer, but are you, when you say you want it, what exactly do you want? Because I do you mean you want something that, epic, epic? No, but I mean you want a film that's like okay. It's I, I used to read. I used to read no, a lot of Dragonlance novels, young wee lad, um, and that is a. A dra- an advanced Dungeons and Dragons campaign that was created by Margaret Weiss and Tracy Wickman, Hickman, excuse me, and they put together this whole sweeping story of the War of the Lands, and it's all told very sincerely. You know, there's no there's no wink or nods or dice rolls or things like that. It's just they have the they have all the correct races in there and 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 that sort of stuff. The only thing they may have changed is they call the. Uh, the halflings, they call them Kender. Um, and they're, they're well, that's what they call them. And they and they're just really, really good thieves and they have no fear. They have no they don't have the emotion of fear, which makes them just, Romanians. Yeah, they're gypsies. <laughs> um, Short Romanians. Right, there you go. The point is I really enjoyed those books for what they were. And I know there's a lot of people who love the Forgotten Realm stuff and that kind of stuff. I think you misunderstood what I'm asking here. Let me try to rephrase. Okay. You want it without any reference in the film to it being a board game. You want a straight just, you know, sword and sorcery and magic, uh, epic Lord of the Rings type movie with no like, oh, we're we're actually playing a, a board game. Ha ha. That, am I wrong on that? You well, a little, I mean, a little bit. Yes, I don't, I don't want them to be... Well, to me, that would be meta stuff, you know. Right, you that, don't want any. Meta I don't need any meta in there. Oh, and then also, right. I don't want them sounding like they just walked out of, you know, sure. the Friends yeah. sitcom. I, I don't need <laughs> them to sound like that. Okay, I I'd like you. them to sound a little bit more, you know. So what you're telling formal. me is you want something more in line with the '80s Dungeons and Dragons cartoon? Yeah, that was better than what I saw. Yeah. yeah. Except that so, the guy I'm, couldn't actually have a sword or anything. He, or, or the, I mean, it's no. Yeah. I think this is good because Yoda has just showed us that it's not worth reading. Um. You guys remember the um, the video game in the arcade? What was it called? Where you you chose your you know how Gold the Max. Gauntlet? No, Gold uh, Max, right? no, God damn it! Shut up a second. Where you the guy? He's got the little helmet, and you you choose which path, and if you don't hit it, he dies. And you get to see this cool death scene. Oh, Dragon's and, Lair. Dragon's Lair, yeah. Oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah. Great. That was great. Dragon's Lair, a fantasy adventure where you become a knight. I love that damn game. <laughs> like, yeah, what? I spent a lot of money on that. 
in, Golden in Axe line, was awesome, though. Golden Axe in, was superb. In line with that, though, then you've got also, that's been mentioned this weekend, is the House of Dragon, which is the Game of Thrones prequel. Mm, that's, mm-hmm. I don't want to know. I didn't no. even watch the trailer. I'm vetoing this to next week or something. I don't. I'm not ready to talk about. That. It is. It again. It's one of those things that Game of Thrones was up until that last season was just a fantastic TV. It was. It was brilliant. And then somehow they just. I, I can't, I don't even understand how they did it, but they just flushed the whole thing down the toilet in the last season. And I mean, I really, I, listen, this is going to be controversial with you guys, but I thought the final episode of Game of Thrones was fine. I had no problems I, with it at all. I'm with you, Sean. I thought it was all right. I did too. I, I really I, they wrapped everything up, and I, you yeah. know, I, I was fine with it, man. In the, in the seven dictionary, amazing seasons. In the dictionary under uh, Shit the Bed, it says season eight got. Yeah. It, you know, it had a few dodgy moments through earlier, but the final episode, man, was it was pretty solid. You know, everything wrapped up. You know, it wrapped. It was up better than the one. It to was get better. There, than, you had to do some just yeah. insanely stupid stuff. Yes, yeah. but the final episode was fine itself. But it's just, it's one of those series that I've I've never heard anybody say, "Yeah, I'd watch it again." Because <laughs> you kind of no, you know, I would. Yeah, I would. I would, I would not revisit none of it. And I think that's the problem with this whole now. You know, this Game of Thrones um, prequel, or like just call it the House of Dragon. Can we? It is kind of like I'm just kind of like thinking, eh, you know. Yeah. Eh. You know, when I was for for a long time, you know, when we whatever our IPs were. The point was to see the further adventures of these people, right? Mm-hmm. So, like when they put out the new Star Wars books, the Timothy Zahn books, this was after Return of the Jedi, right? And, yeah. you know, Superman was constantly, you know, new adventures, new adventures in the comics. And Star Trek, they brought back the old crew, but they had them on new adventures, a new ship. Hmm. Star Trek The Next Generation, more adventures into the future, where we're going. What is it with all prequel stuff now? It just everything I, is a prequel. Just the actors get too old, and they I they, don't understand. They, it. they don't want to recast, so I don't. know. I get that, but that's why you have next generation, yeah, laziness. things like that. It's laziness, lack of imagination, and it's easy to go and use pre-existing franchises and write new stories than it is to come up with something entirely. But new. it's it's like it's... when you're watching a prequel, <coughs> you always have in the back of your mind, I know how this all ends up. Yeah, right. Yeah. There's no yeah. stakes because you no. know they all at least survive. Yeah, let me I'll ask. You, let, let's take a little tangent if you guys don't mind. I want to ask you guys something. But uh, me and a friend have discussed this many times, and he he's always like, "Yeah, I mean, I'm the same way." And I've wondered if if this oh, affects you. Guys to, it's <laughs> no, calm down. So I've got all Everybody's the time to watch a movie, and it ends. <laughs> like I'm I'm always like, man, I really want to. Does this end in an acquittal? No. Okay, it, just check it. Do you want me to just stop and you go? <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't help myself. So, like, I can't help but want to know more what happened. Like, even if something ends and you're like, it's the kind of Kelly's Heroes is a good example of that. The movie ends and they're gone. Yeah. They got the gold, right? And you, the movie's brilliant. But I'm the kind of guy that always like, but what happened next? Where did they go? How did they come back for that money? I want to know what happened, and I just. I will think about it and think about it. And I'll, and if a sequel to that kind of movie does get made, of course, it's always kind of like, it's usually disappointing, but man, I just can't let it go. And there's a lot of movie drive is another good example. You know, he drives off <laughs> bleeding and I'm just like, what does this guy get into next? You know? And I just will, I, in my mind, I cannot let it go. Uh, no, I, I, I like, I like not knowing. 
sometimes because, I, depending on the movie, well, I agree. The sequels fucked it up. I don't even know. I think that's yeah. the problem with the prequels. To be honest with you, they tell you what happened before when you don't want to know. Like the Star yeah. Wars prequels are a perfect example. The you didn't a, need a, to know. Prometheus and Alien Covenant are excellent examples there of something go. that ruins the mystery. Like so, Aliens. I wanted to know what happened after you know um, uh, Hicks and and Ripley. You know whatever. We we yep. found out supposedly it was terrible, but I never wanted to know. I never really wanted to know where the alien came from, even though no. you know you love to speculate no. on it, right? You know you love to imagine, it, but you I don't think it was, really want them to tell you. I think it was Hitchcock who said, "If you've got a spy going across the country being chased by everybody, he's got a case. Never show what's in the case." And it's kind of the same thing that you Pulp you fiction. need to yeah you know yeah. you need to have that air of mm. something that people can then all sort of go. Oh, what was it? I don't know. I thought it was this. And I thought it was that. And yeah. then, you know, it's like Repo else. Man. What the fuck yeah. was in the trunk? Nobody knows. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's alien, kind of. Yeah, we do. A dead alien body. It was an alien, wasn't it? Was it an alien yeah, body? Alien. I, thought, yeah. I thought they never really showed it, though. No, it was an alien. Well, they don't show it, but they it's very. They're very clear about what's oh, in it. Oh, okay. They, Maybe they I, say it's it. been a while since I've seen that. I just Speaking remember they that. never actually show the alien body. You just glowing that and is, death. <laughs> that is an absolute five out of five movie. That oh, anybody, I love that movie. Yeah. It's been very long since I've seen it, but I do love it. I've got I am not a fan of Alex Cox, mainly because he, I think the movie came out at the same time as Star Wars, and he and Alex Cox just was always, oh, Star Wars is really crap, though. He's really like paint by numbers and all this kind of stuff. And it was just kind of, he thought Repo Man was going to kind of have the same social impact as Star Wars, and it, it never did. Have. It should have, though. It is we've, that got, good. we've got somebody writing in first, Lewis Berry. I hope um, to get Remy's Spidey 4, The Amazing Spider-Man 3, or Spider-Man. Spider-Man? Spider um, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, I, Rami's kind of... Uh, Rami is how you Ramey. pronounce it. Yeah. Rami. Just in Ramey. case we ever interview him, it's Rami. <laughs> well, I'm going to get it wrong anyway, then, aren't I? Um, but with it, I mean, I don't know. He he seems tethered from the person that he is. He you know, lost the person it. That he was. No, Whatever no, no, not lost it. Yeah, I just he think, lost but, it. He no, lost. I just think he's, he's not what he used to be. Corporations. No. He's just like Ridley Squat. Whatever he had is gone from either selling well, out. I mean, what has he made that's like he did that drag me to hell and I was like, eh. Yeah. yeah. And and then he did that Wizard of Oz movie, which was so forgettable, most people forgot that he did it. I kind of like it, but in, in of a yeah, yeah, I just have a soft spot for musicals. But again, it was a prequel that was just never needed to be told. You know, it was, you know, oh, it was, was one that of him? Yeah. Was what that was Mila Kunis? Was it Mila Kunis? Yeah, she's, yeah. The, yeah. The, she's the wicked witch in it. Or that, becomes, thing, that thing was so uh, miscast. I didn't know he did that. Yeah, James again, another prequel. No one wants to know. Yeah. No. It's because this this generation, they need to know everything about everything. If you like, you know, you know what I. Go. Well, I don't. I like if it's done right. Do you remember when The Matrix came out? And then, you know, they were going to do the two new Matrixes. And they didn't do any prequels, but they put out that Animatrix. And they just had like yeah. a 10-minute a mm, little snippets. thing that said, this is how we ended up here. Yeah. And it's just the, the history of how and it, it, none of the characters were involved. It was just kind of a, almost a pseudo-documentary of how we got here. Those kinds of things I kind of like. Because you can, there's still a lot of blanks that you need to fill in. But it kind of, yeah. kind of... 
gives a little just, bit of texture. That's, flesh, that's yeah, great. Yeah, fleshes out some of the characters. Yeah, yeah fleshes out the universe just a little bit. But but an entire three movie prequel saga for the Star Wars trilogy that was bad. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't need that. Um, speaking, or oh, we'll get on to uh, uh, rings, rings of power because we'll count. We'll count now. <laughs> what about then? <laughs> is this going to be one of those? Uh, it's going to be another one. National Treasure, the series. Are we all looking forward oh, to that? Mars, just what we all been waiting for. <laughs> didn't even bother. I don't. I must man. admit, I didn't bother watching the trailer. Whoever wrote the article, I apologise. I didn't even bother reading it. No, no, no. I, I, I'm, it was Stark who wrote it. I can imagine he, oh. he kind of. It was him that was kind of like. Nobody else is going to do this. I'll do it for the team. <laughs> he really, he really does the yeoman's work, doesn't he? He does, man. That guy's a machine. Um, so then, another one that came out was the Rings of Power, the full trailer. Now, just to give you some context on this, I've just quickly looked it up on YouTube at the moment as we speak. There have been eleven over eleven million views, seventy-two thousand likes, three hundred and thirty-nine thousand dislikes. <laughs> Well, I think racist, obviously. <laughs> See, that's how Trump got elected. All of these racist KKK members. Uh, forget, forget about that. I mean, I think <coughs> what I was talking about earlier about these these children that are playing that are that are actors now that don't have any lines in her face. Yeah. Kate Blanchett looked like Galadriel. She was pretty young back then, still, and but she yeah. had. She had what she needed to have the weight, and this looks like a child playing Galadriel. I mean, I think that's that's don't don't right tales not age too. Like, don't they 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 like hit adulthood and then stop, right? They do, they but I mean, I'm I'm saying that she may be the same age as as Blanchett was when she. Well, no, did. what I'm saying is, how do they justify a younger Galadriel in the prequel, yeah, but then an older one in the Lord of the Rings? Well, I don't. All... I'm saying I'm saying that they may have been the same age that they're not. She's not physically older; it's just a recast. I'm saying that in the real world, the actresses, let's say they're the exact same age. Kate Blanchett looks like a more mature. Uh, has has more gravitas to hit her the wall this, is the term you're looking for. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like she has weight as an actress, whereas this person looks like a child that barely just got out of high school. The scene that got me was the one where she's jumping up the ice mountain or the ice wall from from Game of Thrones, and she looks up, and the That's whole a- thing just looks false. In every respect, there's yeah. you know, there's nothing about real about that scene at all, apart from her face. I didn't know and there was just, a crossover. That now I'm kind of intrigued. <laughs> Game of Thrones, <laughs> Lord of the no, Rings. It's, just, it's the same. It's the North Wall. This, yeah. is, this is why Maverick <laughs> is killing it. Yeah. Yep. So it's going to be. Yeah, that's going to be. I, I I am fascinated to watch it because I just want to see how bad it is, and and I, I just I kind of want to watch it and then watch everybody's reactions to it of like you know oh I, it's just it's going to be terrible. Do you I, think I, that? Do you think that guy you follow on you follow on Twitter that loves everything Star Wars will be like oh the new Lord of the Rings of Power is amazing it's the greatest most you think he'll he'll start tweeting that. <laughs> Funnily enough, he thought the last season of Game of Thrones was easily the best season, and also yeah. he is he has also decided that Andor is the best Star Wars series already. I don't know if he's going to bother watching it oh, to nice. be honest because you know <laughs> why why bother if it's already <laughs> the best thing you've ever seen. Um, my attitude towards you you and. Matt have both talked to me about people who just swallow this stuff hook, line, and sinker. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying that there hasn't always been some fanboys out there, you know, like <laughs> I'll call them cultists, quite frankly. But I mean, does it, does it feel like there's way more of them now? Like they just they just yeah. take the bread and circuses kind of thing. It's, it's the same. It's the same kind of principle that I think that it's the same kind of people that, with whatever goes on, and I'm not getting political with this, but you know they they read one article on Facebook about how you shouldn't vaccinate your child, and then they they literally read one paragraph and go right. No, I'm not doing that then. And they just their mind is made up. They don't do any kind of re- further research or anything else like that. And uh, I was talking. I went to see my doctor uh, uh, ages ago now. It's cleared up now. The rash is completely gone. Um, <laughs> but he, Funky I, I said to I said I said to him about it, and he said the amount of people that he gets through his door who have seen two YouTube videos and you know Googled an article, and they know more than his twenty years of medical experience on the subject. And it well, just seems wait like a nowadays. Minute, wait a minute. So if there's <laughs> one thing the last two years have taught me. It's that that is actually can be true because no, but what t- mass yeah, that's a bad you, you probably just no, 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 no. What I mean is, <laughs> no, what I mean is, is though, is that people just don't do the research on things that it's fine if you if you think you've got a disease or whatever it might be, yes, you do Google and you do YouTube and all this kind of stuff. But what I'm saying is, is, is the modern generation just seems to, like I say, read a paragraph or something on Facebook mm-hmm. that wrong. says vaccines are bad. You're wrong. And- I'm, I, I, here's the difference. The people that we're talking about and Yoda's talking about, they don't do their own research. They look and they go. Oh, right. So here's the all example. of this evidence. What? Uh, you this see one. Famous, here's the famous uh, screenshot of a tweet where somebody asked Fires, like, what is in the vaccine? And somebody quotes, science. Can't you just accept that there's people a lot smarter? <laughs> I know that's a religious. People? That's a religious. Yeah. Reflex. So that's the same people yeah. that are like consume the Disney product, yeah. consume no, the new Marvel movie. Well, I you don't know. think I don't it's, think you guys are. Uh, I think you guys are somewhat on the same page here. That you're just coming at it from cross sections. I think what you're saying, Bill, is that hey, there are people who just will take the corporate message and just yeah. maybe one mm-hmm. or two things, and they'll just swallow it, and they'll and they. Because, you know, there's a vast majority of doctors out there who are not, you know, they're just they're just somebody in, in a little old Kansas hospital. So, OK, maybe you have this, but we got to do this test. We got to do this test. We got to yeah. run it through this. There's a lot of chemicals we have to do. No, no. I saw a YouTube video and MSNBC told me this. I think that's kind of where you're coming from there. Yeah. And and it's funny because um, this oh, I lost my point now. Thanks, Yoda. Yeah. Happy to help. Moving on. <laughs> I think you finished. Um, he was doing the thinking for you. You should thank him. But it, no, I do think. No, that's, that's, um, this 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 chappy on um, Twitter who follows me and everything else. He was saying the other day about how he how much he hates racism and racism is awful and it's bad and everything else. There's articles out there where John Boyega calls out Disney about yeah, how right. racist they are and how he's <laughs> how he's. But he's like. Oh, yeah, but I didn't read the article, so I don't really know much about it. But I really hate racism, but I do love Disney. And it's kind of, no, you're just ignoring the facts there. You, like, you say, you, like you say, you're just swallowing the corporate message. And, you know, when, when Disney came out and said, oh, yeah, all the fans are going to be toxic racist towards Moses Ingram and everything else, I imagine he was one of those people going, yeah, it's disgusting. It's disgusting the way they treated him. You know, I dissidents, I believe, is the term, isn't it? It's very good. I like it. I, I actually yeah. quite like Boyega. You know, there's a good example that you put out there. I think he's a good actor. 
And I think he he has a lot of. I, th- I think there were some interesting ideas there, at least from The Force Awakens, of what he could have done. And I do think yeah. they did him dirty. Absolutely. So I, yeah, he said I was put. I was literally reduced to a secondary character. Yeah. What do you yeah. think the reason for that was? Just to, you know, I, it, uh, do you really believe it was the racism? Who are you just asking? Like, I, well, he, all I, of you guys that watch that crap. Go ahead, Phil. <laughs> to me, I think it was more the fact that Kathleen Kennedy just wanted to push the whole female empowerment thing. Mm. And so she was pushing Ray forward. And it, it was kind of, what are we doing with Finn? I don't know. You know, just yeah. have him. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, just, you know. I think it's this bizarre clown world that we've descended into where being racist is like the biggest sin you can be. And in order to not be racist, we have to make race the most important thing about a person, which circles us back around to just good old-fashioned racism again. And it's really, it's like, if we could just stop worrying about this stuff, just stop making it a thing, then actual racism would go away. But yeah. we, but they don't. Can't. They're so worried about being no. racist that they end up profitable. being just ridiculously racist. It's too profitable. Divide and conquer. Yeah, that's how you end up with John Boyega about this big on the China poster. Yeah. And what's his name in the Snyder movie there? What was it? You know, Crybor. Oh, Ray Fisher. Ray Fisher, yeah. yeah. He made the same claims, didn't he? Basically, same story. Again, again, that whole Chinese poster for, for, you know, Disney knew that they couldn't have a black guy on the poster in China because they would lose money. So they completely reduced John Boyega. So you could barely see That's the other thing. It's all about the money, isn't it? And they trust that racism. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't they edit out the lesbian kiss or something too? Oh, probably. More than likely. In the um, last Star Wars movie, where I guess like these two in the boys. Rise of Skywalker at the end, when they're on the planet, or wherever there's two there's two women that kiss. Oh, did, was that? Oh, I switched off by then. You must have watched the Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> he watched the Chinese cut. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, why, 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 why did they put that I, in there? Redecorate his wall with that gray. Matt said, said, "I want to watch the based cut. Give me the Chinese version. I don't want to see any of this crap." But why was that in there? It was like the light year thing, you know. I <laughs> did, I did see that finally, and it's as bad as you said. Yeah, is it really? Oh, it's uh, just... the, the story is. I mean, the story is. <laughs> serviceable serviceable at best it's, but it's too just, complicated it's the, for a kid's movie yeah and in details like the lesbian stuff and all that kind of stuff it's like what's what's the point it's the point yeah. is is that and we've seen it this is this is from their words disney up higher ups have said my not so secret gay agenda to put this stuff in all the kids mm. shows that's why it's in there it's not because it has anything to do with the actual story or makes sense right I saw today. Right, a question for you oh. both then. Why did you both watch Lightyear knowing it was going to be shit? Why bother putting yourself through it? Yeah, that's what I want to I was curious I, more than anything. I wanted to see what yeah, you felt saw. I kind, I kind of, I want to see how bad it is. It's like we're, um, Jurassic World Domin- Dominion. I wanted to see how bad it was, and it was as bad as what I expected. Coming back to Lightyear, this I, was I today. That. I, I don't know why, but I watched Dominion too, and it was, this man, was today. what a mess. So these basically that? these are to- these are light year toys. That socks. I don't know if I can get it bigger. That so that socks the electronic camera from light year. And I thought to myself, when this apparently the opening card to light year says this is the movie that Andy watched to make him want the Buzz Lightyear toy. And you're thinking. Right, so he got the Buzz Lightyear toy. He didn't want Socks, the little electronic cat. He didn't want the other characters from the movie. They are never mentioned again. And we're coming back to the whole 
what is the point of prequels if you're just not going to pay attention that's, to that's any the of the details? Conundrum and the retconning conundrum, but in in yeah. more. I mean, okay, if he saw that in 1995, they had a lesbian kiss in there. No way his yeah. mom would have taken him. No, not exactly. Like that would have never even gotten made. That like, would not have gotten made. Extremely bad. See, this is why I talk about inauthentic. Else. That's yeah. inauthentic. Yeah. Yeah, but hold on a minute. Wasn't Andy's mum a single mum? Perhaps she was a lesbian, like what's his wife in Friends? Perhaps they're going to remake Toy Story. Widow. <laughs> she was a widower. I have no idea. They never I, no, mentioned Andy's dad I, no, ever. Single mom. No, no, do you know what though? I want to. Oh. I want to see a version. I want to see a version like Matt has just said. That I want to see a version of Toy Story where the new toy turns up and he's called Rabbit, and he vibrates. <laughs> <laughs> And Andy's mom is a cam girl. Yeah. And that's how he finds the new rabbit. He's, he's, he goes into mommy's workspace. Oh, I'd, love, and, I'd love to see it come to life. And it's like, what he's like, what, what's, like, what's going on, rabbit? It's like the things I've seen. Wait, well, wait a minute. Would the rabbit Kill be me. happy? All, would the rabbit be happy? Or, or, yeah. Well, I don't know. There'll be a scene where uh, Woody goes, he goes oh, rabbit, why do you smell of ass? <laughs> The things I've seen. Uh, that corn. Yeah. Oh. oh, that was Tell low us about even. the bloody starfish. Yeah, that it's was weird low he's called rabbit, but he smells of fish. I don't get it. <laughs> Family show here, folks. Family show. <laughs> but yeah, that, again, that was another problem with the with the pre. Things. Right, okay, let's get back to you. Okay, one thing that may actually be quite good, possibly, is John Wick Chapter 4. I don't like what I'm seeing, boys. Don't like what I'm seeing in the trailer. I, 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 can I be controversial here? <coughs> sure. I haven't really enjoyed the sequels. There is. I love the first one. I have not really enjoyed the sequels. They like have the started second. dragging out a bit. I like the second one a lot. The third one, I was I'll like... I'll third. The third one was just like, oh man, you know. I remember the I remember the ending in the third where he falls literally off a fifty story building, hitting every floor on the way down, and then yeah. just gets up and walks off. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just. It I, was. It was. The first one was a master class of manipulation. Yeah. Guy's wife dies. His dead wife leaves him as puppy. The dude kills the puppy. And Very at that point, at that point, you are basically like. I don't care if it's a bus full of nuns. Everyone. Kill them all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still love the whole premise of that. When I tell people, you know, have you seen John Wick? And, oh, yeah, it's about a guy whose dog gets killed. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, no, 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 I'm not explaining that very well. Um, <laughs> um, but, yeah, they have started to sort of just, you know, drag on a, a little bit now. Yeah, I mean, the action, the action does look good. but The shark jumping moment for me was in three when he's on the horse and then the motorcycle – sword fight i was like no come on man it's, you know? yeah he's really pushing it now um he's gonna be again, a fifth is now yeah apparently he what and then you got the spin-off with anna de Mar- Armas as well she's doing a spin-off of it well i watched that just because she's in it the john wick yeah. universe now we have great again yeah, it's kind of one of these it's one of these awful scenarios where if something makes money they immediately go right how can we make more out of this Let's just saturate the whole market and make as much money oh, as we possible. That's new. There's six police academy movies, for Christ's sake. So. <laughs> hey, what, what's yeah, that supposed to mean? I don't like the t- the inflection you use when you. It's almost like you're <laughs> shitting on these masterpieces of comedy. <laughs> the Friday the Thirteenth movies. My, my favorite so bad, academy. It's the police academy. It's police academy five. The movie even Steve Gutenberg wouldn't be in. Yeah. <laughs> 
they uh they are cheap to make, and as long as they were profitable, they kept making them until they. Are you trying to, to this. tell me that Citizens on Patrol was not a good? <laughs> so good. Who? So the, the other two, the other two movies. That gag just never gets old. How many man. meatballs movies were there? How many Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street? I mean, this is nothing new. Halloween. The Halloween ends. Halloween ends will be the thirteenth. Um, one yeah. of the series. And James that, Bond's that is still false advertising, by the way. Yeah. Like the never-ending story. What a load of rubbish. Hour and a half. Ha- Halloween ends. <laughs> you liars. You know there's going to be another, you liars. I tell okay, you, the so... funniest scene I've ever seen is when the horse sinks and dies in a never-ending story. That's <laughs> so fucking funny. This little bitch crying over a horse. <laughs> yeah, it's like, dude, who cares? It's it's what they make glue and dog Sh- food Sh- out of. Sean Sh- in the never-ending story. Artex! <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, Black Adam. Don't care. Yeah, even I wrote the story I, I, for I it, and I big had soft, I have a big soft spot in my heart for the whole Shazam universe, and I, I'm going to watch them, but it's kind of like, begrudgingly, it's like maybe this will surprise me, but I don't have any good feelings. Mm-hmm. I um, can't stand the rock. I've got no choice, and I can't believe he hasn't even got the pointy ears like Black Adam. I know. He's just so such a narcissist. He can't even have fake ears. On in case people go, hold on, is that the rock? I can't tell because he's got pointy ears. <laughs> Who is this? Put your pointy ears on. I come to the theater. Oh, no way. It's Johnson. <laughs> I come to the, shit. I come to this movie to see the rock starring in this movie. Who is this? Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. Leonard Nimoy looks good for his age. No Spock Rock, no sale. The only thing that I'm worried about in Black Adam is I didn't see a scene in a jungle, um, so I don't know how good the movie's going to be. It's just a trailer. Give it it a chance. (laughs) Um, Okay, so Shazam, Fury of the Gods. I haven't seen the trailer yet, but anybody have? Yeah, it looks looks okay. I mean, you know, I like the the first Shazam a lot, and I like Zach Levy, uh, or Levi, however he pronounced it, and... um, I, I I like I said I have a soft spot for those characters, so we'll see. When we when we make jokes about normie tastes, that's what we're <laughs> that's what we're talking yeah, about right there. I get it. I mean, the I don't know. That it's gonna I'm good. just I'm I, I'm not being mean spirited when I say that. It's you know it's fine. Yeah. I don't I don't hold anything against people that you know like the. Com- Hell, I love the Marvel stuff up until Endgame. I mean, I would see almost every single one if, of them. If it theaters. makes you feel any better, uh, uh, Sean, yes, I do want to see these, but I'm always disappointed. Does that help? <laughs> and that's what's so sad is that every time you're kind of like, yeah, I'm going to go sit, and then it's, you know, dear diary. Wait, at least I'm not coming out. Of, <laughs> I'm not coming out of Thor, Love and Thunder, going. That yeah. was amazing. A, a single tear rolling yeah. down his cheek. It's like he's hurt every single. It's like the guy that keeps like, you know. Trying with the same type of girl over and over, and she's uh, like, "You know, um, one of these days, he's gonna kill you if you let him beat you like this." Uh, but, <laughs> but I swear, Disney loves me. Yeah, he loves me too much. They keep too much. It. I don't want press charges. I'll keep buying the tickets. About, what do you think about the new Disney film? Looks like I'm gonna get another black guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm moving up, up my wallet, asshole, right now as we speak. Look, if, if he wasn't shoving my face into a silverware drawer, how would I know he loved me? Yeah. <laughs> my sweetie kisses me with his fist. That's right. Um, He's I a just, not the cigarette the birds. They are love is, marks. 
It's just that that's time <laughs> in your life that's gone forever. And God knows we all waste our lives watching, you know, movies and stuff. But I think I'd rather like, like never something I've already. It, it, I, <laughs> I would just. I think I'd rather spend two hours or whatever, you know, rewatching something that I love than then keep trying it. And I, I know the website, you know, we kind of got to subject ourselves to some of this stuff, but, yeah. but for am, fun, I, you know, I I'm, am, I, I am always intrigued. Like I say, cause it's like, like I say with, with um, dominion, it was so bad. I kind of enjoyed just poking fun at it because it was just, it was so awful. So, I mean, at the end of the day, when, I was, when you were like, let, let's be honest here, you know, when you're about 61 and you're on your deathbed, are you going to be laying there going like, man, I, one of the best times of my life was not the day I got married. It was when I was poking fun at Jurassic Park. Well, oh, my God. I just, if when only that I video, that When that day. video goes viral and we all make a million off it, then yes, I will. <laughs> yeah, truth, Sean, I, I watched Dominion simply because I caught up on my YouTube subscriptions. I was like, all right, fine. <laughs> I got. I, I mean, seriously, there was like nothing new. I was like, okay, well, I'll give this a try, see if it's as bad. God, it was, it was like a, you know, I want to go see a car wreck. I want to see what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, that's, right, yeah. that's what I felt like. I mean, you know, I like, what, get, how bad can this really be? It's like holy. To shit, be honest, locusts? I always get, I always get my laughs. I always get my laughs down at A and E. So you know, it was shut the day <laughs> I went down there. So. <laughs> And we, we, um, should all, get... we should come clean and admit none of us wants to spend time with our family, so anything's preferable to that. <laughs> I'll show you a picture of my wife one day. You'll see why I don't want to spend time with her. Um... <laughs> like we ain't seen it on OnlyFans already. <laughs> hey If you have, then you're isn't a that, sicker individual than I thought you were. Rabbit from, uh, the if you're, if you're paying for that, that's your own bloody fault. <laughs> it was the best £2.50 I've ever spent. I'm actually getting... Um... <laughs> oh, 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 I'm getting worse. Uh, Wookie, Wookie bikini. Uh, <laughs> yeah, on OnlyFans. I ever tell you guys about that Vietnam vet that said he he was uh before they went to Vietnam they were on Okinawa and and they were you know they would tell they were in like their temporary barracks and guys were coming back saying oh there's this you know Japanese hooker and she's only five bucks and <laughs> one of the guy goes out and comes back and he's like I gave her a hundred dollars he said she she cost two dollars why'd you give a hundred he said I don't want anybody to ever say I would have sex with a cheap whore. <laughs> <laughs> um so moving on to then speaking of speaking of whores speaking um, of cheap Marvel whores i've uh... done i've done phase five and six after the success of marvel phase four um you know the the massive success of eternals um <laughs> that's so she hulk got... looks amazing oh, yeah oh, we've yeah. got captain america captain very stunning and brave looking to me Oh, don't forget um, Wakanda as well. Wakanda forever. Oh yeah, sorry. Oh yeah, and Eddie. Yeah, with Avatar. Yeah. We've got to. Um, we've got to. What's it called? Yeah, we've got to mention. Oh yeah, that Wakanda forever movies. trailer. I was looking at that going. I what? What is this? It's not, I haven't even watched not Avatar. Oh, oh. Little, little blue people running around. It's weird. Are, are they? Did they? Did they really not recast what's his face? No, Barton? as far as I can tell, it's just going to be about <laughs> Siri and. <laughs> Is it going to be like kid? a weekend at Bernie's? I mean, they recast that would be, <laughs> That would be ballsier. <laughs> now, that's funny. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see the problem. They've recast every other major character with a black they're actor. Just, they're just Why throwing... can't they recast a black actor with another black actor? Well, they'll, they'll have to go deeper. They'll have to make <laughs> because them Because they don't all look the same, Sean. 
you wait now. You wait now. You nailed me on that one. I do want to see them tossing out like a, a dead Chadwick Boseman at the bad guys. You know, just his dead body is flopping into <laughs> all messed up with the with the yeah. suit on. I, um, I, I, I looked at that trailer. I was like, I have no idea what I. I I don't know what story they're trying to tell. I don't know what they, what the, I think there was a Namor shot that, but I'm like, going, I have no idea what's going on here and why I, this is even a thing. I can imagine, I can imagine somewhere at Marvel, there's probably a little swear jar that's sort of kind of like, you know, obviously the first Black Panther made loads of money, even got an Oscar nomination um, somehow. Um, but then action there's, yeah. there's probably a little swear jar which says every time somebody says, bloody Chadwick Boseman for dying. It's all like, oh man, we got such a such an uphill struggle. We got to make a second one, bloody bastard for dying. He's so selfish. Think, do you guys think that it'll approach even closer to the box office of the first one? I don't think it will because yeah. I think that I, I think that how. it was Well, it, it was just it was a, a, a sending a message going to the first one in a lot of ways. It was. And I think that sort of Do you, you not know. realize how much virtual signaling points are up for grabs by going to yeah. see this film? Yeah. You think? Well, I don't Maybe. know. That's why I'm asking. Well, no, think? I think that's just oh, it. Oh, yeah. No, 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 uh, Matt. I I disagree. The virtue signaling was done. This is you can tell this by people on Twitter. They put up whatever flag of the month is, and then once that's done, yeah. they move on. Yeah. They mm. don't. They don't go back. They don't revisit their virtue signal. They got to have a new virtue signal. Yeah, it's always going uh, to be. Oh, you just see people. I can just no, I can just see people going around with tickets for um, Wakanda Forever, and like anybody black going, "Oh hi, going to see uh, Wakanda Forever." So look at me. Uh, see, I'm we're, you we're cool. we're see, cool. I'm not racist at all. I'm going to go see. I bought the ticket and everything. <laughs> I might have been more interested if they recast him and just told more stories of Black Panther. But that's all they should like, done. That's what they should have done, and they didn't. And now they're telling this movie that I'm like going, "This is." I I don't know what they're. Doing here. I, I haven't seen the trailer. Are they kind of doing what Ed in, in, in Ed Wood um, did with um, Plan Life from Outer Space, where Bella Lugosi dies, so yeah. they just replace him with his dentist? <laughs> They're not replacing they him at all. That's just oh. it's just the yeah. Siri and Bald Chick show, as far as I can tell. Why well, uh, you know and, they replace they replace what's his face with Don Cheadle? But you're telling me now, yeah. That, you know, they can't. They can't just recast. That what's was pre woke. As I, I put a picture up, I put a picture up, and the perfect casting to replace him is obviously Ryan Gosling. <laughs> I like what he's doing off the Barbie movie. That's it. He should just keep that look. Transition straight over. <laughs> Why is just Ryan a... Gosling a thing? That would be Bored Panther, wouldn't it? Because he Dude, always sounds bored hey, to me. Hey, I like him. I don't. I, like I, I. He always looks like he's just not quite. Involved with what's going on. That's part of the appeal. That worked in Blade Runner. (laughs) Yeah, it did work in Blade Runner, but most of the time, it just looks like he's not—he's not paying attention, or he's not really (laughs) involved in the conversations or anything. He's just got this weird face that's just kind of like. On to Ryan Gosling later. Let's just finish off with the Marvel um, phases five and six. Ant Man of the Wasp. What is? What's the end of Phase Four? What's the big? Yeah, what is the end of? I didn't know that Phase Four was that far along. I thought we were still right in the middle of it. This is all starting next year. Well, they always end with an Avengers movie to end the phase. Let me have a look. What are they doing for this? Or is it just kind of? Is it kind of like everything else with Phase Four? Is it just fizzling out? Yeah, let's try to get past it as quick as possible. Yeah, I know. Phase Four ends with Black Panther Two. 
Oh, okay. Maybe the Marvel Cinematic Universe ends with Black Panther 2. <laughs> we will have to wait and see. Don't we tease me, Sean. Don't Secret, <laughs> Secret Invasion, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Echo, Loki, Season 2, The Marvels Blade, Ironheart, Agatha, Coven of Chaos, oh, Daredevil, Born Again, Captain America, New World Order, and then Thunderbolts. Half of those I've never heard of. I, I got to admit, I do like Catherine Hahn so much, I might watch that Agatha thing. Because I just like her, uh, but beyond that, I mean that a, a it, it's not Blade. a Marvel thing that's pulling me in. It's what is Catherine Hahn going to do pulling me in? Kind it's of kind of a shame with Blade that they're going to, you know, you've got a Blade which was kick ass and bloody and great, mm, and then the awesome. new one yeah, is going to awesome. be a lot less blood and not as kick ass. Man, Blade Two is one of the greatest comic book movies ever made, yeah. right there. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, and so, no mention of Fantastic Four or X Men. That's going to be, that's going to be, yeah, I'm curious. See, the Fantastic Four ideal, even though I was never a fan I of the I heard that was book. being done. It is. Yeah, they haven't even cast There's just yet. no news on it. Oh, all. you know Krasinski's uh, going to be Mr. Fantastic. You know I don't know, they happen. said, what was it, did Stark wrote that article, or was that you, Matt, that said that they, they're basically saying, no, they just did that as a as a give me to the fans and that cameo in the recent movie that we oh, watched. I don't think it was me, mate. <coughs> Must have been Stark. Fantastic Four is going to kick off he, they would do it, but the way they're losing money hand over fist, the failure of Thor, oh. Thor, Thor Love and Thunder's uh, failure has really got them scared shitless right now. Yeah, I don't know how they didn't see that coming. Uh, ESG funds, I guess, but they should have well, known, man. Is, is anybody else here? Is anybody else, by the way, I asked you guys, is anybody else here just about over Heiko Waititi? Yeah, I was over I him now. after Jojo yeah. Rabbit. I will give him. I will give him his his very early stuff like swords is is great, and and what we do in the shadows is great. Yeah, well, but yeah. now that he's gone into like proper filmmaking, yeah, I'm over it. Um, I think he's in his fourteenth minute. <laughs> what did you guys um, think of Jojo Rabbit? By the way, no, that I, sorry, it's that on I my list. I haven't seen it oh, yet. I'm hearing good. great things about Jojo yeah, Rabbit. Is very good. You, but I somebody, have to give the devil his due on that one. That was pretty really the weird thing is 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 i think it was the drink and the critical drinker who said that with that that the story is being told from the eyes of a young guy and wachiki can tell that story in that childish kind of way even the sort of tragedy and the comedy that happens in that and he does jojo rabbit is really really well done it's a brilliant but when you're then trying to tell that childlike thing with thor it's just not working because thor is not a child you know and he is now (laughs) before we move on let me tell you I'll tell you what they're going to do with Marvel now because there's only rumours that they want to they're teeing up Spielberg to direct Fantastic Four which would be start of phase six I think because the films are doing poorly and they've tried all these new up and coming directors and they're failing I think they're going to start bringing big name directors maybe but I I think Spielberg that Spielberg that would do that he doesn't exist anymore yeah he's gone That's Spielberg from 1989, and he just ain't that guy no more. I mean, don't get me wrong. Lincoln and and Munich and a lot of these other movies that he makes, he's great. The blockbusters, but the blockbusters. Man, Lincoln was. You didn't like Ready Player One? Yeah, I don't think it was very good. I really enjoyed that. 
Well, you're, I you're wrong. Too. I'm glad that you said that, Matt, because I kind of enjoyed it too. Not because yeah, the story was like amazing, but because I'm a sucker for 80s nostalgia. So you know, I was. With yeah, it. I liked it. I, I don't know. I, I felt like it was such nostalgia overload, and then I read it was. the book. I read the book, and I just didn't like a lot of the deviations. Oh, uh, look at the big brain over here who reads books <laughs> yeah. like some sort of. Thing. Yeah. It, was <laughs> it, was a, it was a thin book. It was almost a pamphlet. <laughs> what a pretentious <laughs> asshole! Him and his, him and his I, I read books. the brochure. I've got to say, well, I'm going, I read I'm going the back to... cover blurb. Yeah. <laughs> I read the cliff notes. No, I, I did read I the books, but it's not, a, it's not a very long one. But there's a lot of stuff that goes on in there. The way they, he put a lot of detail in the way virtual reality would actually work, and all of that is kind of gone in this one. And it doesn't. And then you know the the really cool stuff that he did, like to find the first egg, you had to know this stuff from a an obscure Dungeons and Dragons um, adventure. Not not one of the source books, like, but one of the actual adventures with the... It was something about the Lich King, and then he had to play the <clears throat> Lich King in Joust, I think, on a on a, an 80s video game. He had to play the Lich King, and, and it's really bizarre and obscure. And this one, it's like, get in the car and drive backwards. It's like the easiest Easter egg ever in any, <laughs> yeah. in any vid- driving video game. It's like... Uh, you- <laughs> you think they'd ever be able to pull off a movie adaptation of Neuromancer? Maybe a series. Yeah. Like an Amazon series if they did it that way. Like, hey, let's let's use this as a segue, like Reacher. We've still got some more stuff to talk about. We'll come out of this later. God damn it. I, I've got to no, say No, 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 no. I'm done with this. Let's go on to Reacher and the Gray Man. No, wait. I just want to say that I'm going to put Go on a limb because I I think the Ant Man series has been pretty good, and I'm quite looking forward to the yeah, third it's, one. It's yeah, they've been entertaining. I've, I've, I've been okay. thoroughly entertained by them. Um, the rest they're of the smaller, stuff, which is kind of nice. Yeah, that's no pun what intended. Hi yeah. um, <laughs> And then the only other one we did mention was oh, Interview with a Vampire looks oh, no. Oh absolutely zero charisma in anybody in that. And I love the way that there's in, it's New Orleans at the turn of the century and a black guy owns loads of businesses. <laughs> yeah, because that's real. Yeah. Uh, how do you, I mean, I don't think the original of Interview with a Vampire was uh, Movie uh, or book? The movie. I don't think it was oh. the best thing ever, but I thought it was a pretty solid uh, retelling solid. of that. You know, I, I'm like going, I don't I mean, how are you going to improve on that? You had Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise, you had Kirsten yeah. Dunst in an, a, a phenomenal acting job yeah, as the yeah. little kid, yeah. you know, an adult trapped in a little kid's body. And, you know, what are you, what are you going to retell that with who? One of these plastic Bandanas. actors that we're talking about now? Uh, yeah, and there's just zero charisma about them. Yeah. It's just... And they've gone well over the top with a gayness in their touching hands in the cinema. Oh, well, wow. the books are pretty. You don't good. need to see it. Yeah, they are, but you didn't see it in the original. It's just alluded to that the stuff well, was a bit of an arse tra- bandit, and you, now if, it's like, oh. If you're really trying to like make you know make the a very book accurate movie, it would be pretty just terribly gay because fucking Anne Rice was obsessed with gay men apparently because it just fucking homo shit through every book she wrote. Well, I'm obsessed I, with lesbians, so, I mean, I can well, kind of understand. Yeah. Who's not? Hey, hey, I've ever written, I've always had Am I right? <laughs> um, and, then, and then the other one is that we didn't mention was She-Hulk, which, I did. The, I, no. again, there's just nothing on Earth that would make me think that that's going to be good. No. 
she's far and stronger and wittier and cleverer than the whole kid. It's like, no, my wife wants to see it, so I'll be watching it. Poor Yoda. Pray for Yoda. I'll take the hit for the. I'll take one for the team, guys. I. I don't know. I just. Is your wife like seven foot tall and like fucking Amazon? That'd be pretty awesome. That'd be very base to have like a wife taller than you. It, you know, it quite frankly, it doesn't matter. <laughs> She's <laughs> not the boss. It doesn't matter how big she is. <laughs> well, that's okay, so, so I don't know. Move... Like, that's so depressing. I don't know. That took all yeah. the air out of the room for me, man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Matt, what, go, one go, more go, thing. Go to beat twice if she's even <laughs> <laughs> no, everything's fine. No, you don't have to send help. Uh, I'm like the Iraqi prisoner, you know. It's yeah. uh, I want to see to his chastity belt. <laughs> you know, one of the things I've noticed recently, and you, you were talking about the gay stuff and, and that kind of stuff in there. One of the things that really is getting under my skin, and I'm going to put this to inauthenticity. Straight guys don't like to see gay guys affectionate with each other. We we just don't. That's not the same as saying you can't be affectionate with each other. You can't exist. You can't get married. You can't have your own life. So it's not the same thing. It's just no. saying, yes, eh, I don't really like it. But it's amazing to me to see all these straight reviewers, usually on the yeah, left, yeah, yeah. talk about, oh, it just does my heart so good to see them having such a fa- big kissing and all this kind of stuff. It's like, you liars. You you liars! I don't believe you. Yeah. I just don't believe yeah. you. I, I just you got to say the right things. That's know. not. Was, but that's was, my point. It's inauthentic. It's lies. Yeah, I was can, thinking can I tell you the other day as well. It's like oh, that skinny right. article on Dina Geek you just described right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Without, I, I, I yeah. make that. I'm not even making a joke. That is literally every article on they Dina Geek. They just praise it and they gush over it like they just they've loved it all this time. It's like, you know, tolerance doesn't mean the same thing as love it. You know, yeah. I, I, I'm yeah. I'm fine. I'm tolerant of it. If there's a good story about two gay guys that makes you know sense or it has you know, Brokeback merit, Mountain, it's a beautiful love story, right? If if it works, I mean, you know, I'm gonna say it's not really my thing, but you know, this is fine. It works, and if the people don't watch it, that's fine. That's called tolerance, and I'm tolerant all day long. But don't sit there and Let tell me, me I have to love it, I have to enjoy it, or yeah. I'm a bigot. Go fuck yourselves. They done a That's study five do. years ago in about the uh, <coughs> psychology of straight men seeing two gay men kissing. Yeah, and I've the seen natural. That. It, have you seen it? it? It's the natural stress response is the same as uh, seeing maggots. <laughs> That's actually a psychological study that they done. So it's not bullshit. It's not you know Matt's being homophobic. It's an actual study. It's equivalent. It's a natural reflex. So you can't. You know, you, it's just the way meme. you are. It's the meme, right? It's not. It's not fear. It's disgust. Well, this is <laughs> this is why this is why. And yeah, I'll say this one thing, and we'll move on. This is why there can't be a national divorce because I am like, you do what you want, just leave me alone. And they're like, no, you yeah. will love yeah. and watch this yeah. stuff, and we will that's, make you. You will, you will eat, watch. The, you will eat the, the bugs. You will eat the bugs, bigot. S- drink yep. the soil. Drink the soil. Eat the bugs and watch the soil like crickets. And you'll you'll own nothing and be happy. Yeah, that's that is the problem. That like I say, yeah, I've never had an issue with it, but it's it is the fact that well, <laughs> doing it or or. <laughs> 
It's a whole different thing, man. It's a whole different thing. 20 quid is 20 quid, quote, unquote. Uh, Just for the record, it's not gay if you don't push back. (laughs) I'm not gay, but 20 quid is 20 quid. I've known gay guys who see, like, a a gay scene in the movie, and they go, oh, gee. Oh my god, what? You're yeah. yeah, but it's it doesn't work. That, have, uh. have you ever seen the that review? I forget what movie it was, but that movie f- review from uh, yourmoviesucks.com, who he is, you know, very gay. And there's some scene where this guy's making love to a woman, but it's it, like the camera lingers on the dude, and you know, like you don't even realize that. And he goes, you know, <laughs> even even from a guy that sucks cock recreationally, that is just uh, too gay even for me. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's not it's not the gay, it's the inauthenticity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we know it, and you can feel it. You know I something said- that's not right. It's like all the CGI that we talk about when something's yeah. not real. You can feel it, and it isn't just about special effects now. I was thinking to myself the other day that it, I'm, I'm quite pleased that the last movie outpost isn't a huge, big international site, so I don't have to put in that authenticity. Virtual <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> yeah. signal all the time about this. Oh, it's yeah. really lovely and beautiful seeing that scene with <laughs> the men kiss. Uh. If we get bought out for $30 million, I'm selling all you guys out, man. Oh, dude. Said, <laughs> I mean, you to be fair, like I say, Black yeah. Lives Matter shirt. Oh, and right, yeah. I've got to have I'm, a. I'm trying to be dad to Devin and give you George a French sheet. I've got to put Black Lives Matter. <laughs> On the Ukrainian flag. I mean, it's gonna be. Yeah. Every every show will be introduced. Hello and welcome to Outpost Frequencies. My name is Phil. I identify as a man. I have a beard and glasses. <laughs> My pronouns are fucking you. <laughs> Bigot. Anyway, so let's move on to let's move on to good old fashioned hardcore action in the Grey Man. Now, I this kind of came out of nowhere for me. The other day, Variety <coughs> were tweeting about it. And Variety have a nasty habit of sort of tweeting about 200 tweets in one go about the same thing. Um, so I kind of, I, I washed over it. But um, I saw it was the Russo brothers. I like the Russo brothers. I think Captain America and Civil War are both fantastic movies. I never got around to watching Cherry, was it, with... Um, What's his name? Oh, Spider-Man. Tom, yeah, Tom, it's Holland. Tom Holland in it. Um, I never got around to watching that, but I thought, I'll give it a go because it's those two. I thoroughly loved it. It was just, it was a good old-fashioned 80s action movie, but with a budget. Thoughts? Yeah, it reminded me a lot of Commando from Arnold Schwarzenegger because of the, it was an action movie that was unrealistic, but it knew it was, you know, it did not take itself mm. too seriously. You got that over top action, not ridiculously over top, but and and some story plots. You know, you got a guy and he's he's just trying to make it. A girl gets kidnapped and he's got to make his way to save her, much like Arnie does. You know, his own daughter mm-hmm. and that. And uh, there's the the his rival, which is the same in Commando. And I'm not I'm not trying to make a say it's a rip off or anything, but it reminded me of it. It was a lot of fun. It didn't take itself you know too seriously. I like that Chris Evans, although I can I despise the man. He was good. Because I mean, and what I liked about him was he was a proper psycho. Yeah, proper, and, proper uh, psycho. yeah. And I like Ryan Gosling, man. I, I did not. I liked him in a lot of movies, but uh, I did never thought of him as an action hero. But he really, he held it up, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I love the fact of like how many times he got stabbed or shot, and he was just like, <clears throat> yeah. you know, because I kept thinking. I don't know if I got stabbed like that, I'd probably scream and cry. My favorite <laughs> is when he probably gets him in the hallway and sprays the. <laughs> mace in his eyes and he's like oh, yeah he just like, <laughs> like <laughs> shakes yeah. it off um yoda you weren't 
all that impressed, were you? Well, I'm not. I'm, first of all, I'm only halfway through it. Second of all, I, I kind of disagree. We say it doesn't take itself that seriously. Um, I mean, if you're really going to go full commando, we need to have lines like, let off some steam, Bennett. And He's got some one. <laughs> Remember no, when I told you I'd one-liners. kill you last? I lied. You know, that kind of stuff. Um, he's got some one-liners in it that are 80s worthy. I haven't gotten through the whole thing, so, you know, <laughs> I, I'll reserve judgment. Um, I I mean, it's it's serviceable. It has some good action, but again, there's something about like, I would enjoy Commando better because Commando feels like, you know, they're actually shooting real shit at people and they're not meticulously blocking a scene to to the to each frame so that everything comes out just perfect in every single frame. And the I color correction of, and all that kind of stuff. It's like, ah. I kind of know what you mean, but at the same time, I was the whole scene on the, have you seen the, the scene yet on the tram? No, I've gotten to that. I'm right. just getting to that. I'm not going to spoil too much, but I mean, there, there are moments when you're looking at that and going, that's real cars blowing up. That's not CG. Oh, yeah. you know, they they have put explosives under cars <laughs> and they have blown those cars to smithereens. And I was looking at it going, good. <laughs> don't don't be that. too certain. I mean, you would be well, surprised how much CG they add to a movie that you wouldn't think he would even have any CG in it. But if it gets to the point you really think that they really did some practical effects, then what's the difference? Yeah. yeah. Uh, if if, if it gets it to that, or if you feel some real, I, yes, I agree. I don't know. There's just something. It's not. It's not a bad movie. I, I feel like I'm shitting on it when I shouldn't be. But you kind of are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not. I, I mean, it's a lot more fun. We have got Ryan Reynolds, uh, Ryan Gosling on the line uh, to uh, join us today. <laughs> we know he's. We got. We got Ryan Gosling to stare all. blankly at us for a while. Uh, it's his one move. <laughs> I'm kind of in the middle. I didn't love it as much as you two, and I didn't hate it as much as Yoda. Not I don't Yoda hate it. I don't hate it. But... I, I'm just saying. Okay, I, I agree was, with you. Chris Evans is fantastic. It was entertaining. Chris Evans was good, and he's a dick in real life, but he was good, and he was very funny. I, I'm with you, though, Yoda. It does, some of it just looks too CGI. Or and maybe, I, I, was, I, I don't know, just thinking, too planned out, too perfect. Do you know what? It's... It was the fight scene. I, I I want to go back to some more raw action fight scenes like Riggs in Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Um, John McClane in, in Die Hard One. Everything's so choreographed now. Everything's so a, John Wick. But he's not an and I was just like, just lose your temper and just fucking start steaming you into know, each other. I think, that's, I think that's what I've been swearing. I think you hit it. I think it's the John Wickedization of all these action yeah. movies now. They have now that to be is a legit complaint. That is yeah. a legit. That must, but, I think that's where I'm really yeah, talking yeah. about more but, than anything. But Matt, think of it. He's not in the nothing in the movie indicates. You know, he's a John McClane like every man. He's a highly trained James sure. Bond type dude. So yeah, you expect true. a more polish. And his reputation no, I is that. that. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. It's funny, man. He's. he's He's only human, you know, and I know he's, he's sort of trained to, to withhold the, the pain, but there's a few times he's getting stabbed. He's just like, oh, and you're like, come on. I mean, like Chris Evans in it, he gets, obviously he's got that burn. I can't go into it because it's yeah. Sport, yeah, he's got that. And he goes, oh, and he's all crippled up. He goes, yeah, oh, that, that stinks. stinks. <laughs> well, and I was like, that's a really good point. And then <laughs> Why are you Because like, I got shot Josh, yeah. like, being stabbed. He's like, oh. <laughs> Well, he's, it's weird, you know, it's the, weird Matt, Matt says about the fight at the end of Lethal Weapon because I've never been a fan of that fight. It was just because uh, I, know, I know it to me, it just doesn't, no, it doesn't seem 
realistic at all. The way it was shot and everything else, I just didn't, I didn't get it. What? What? It was you a ran my dog out of here. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm with you on this, Sean. I don't. That's bizarre to me. It's just the way it was shot and everything else. It was just, it was just not very. I didn't. Uh, Sean's, Sean's done. That's leaving. <laughs> <Trump's> left. <laughs> so I'm by myself. Um, right, some other things I've got to say. Star Wars is great. Um, <laughs> well, it's I like it's like some more war fighting in now. I, I mean, I will give the Force Awakens one nod that I liked, and that was when <laughs> the, the people when when uh, Ray and uh, Kylo are fighting, and they're just chopping wood, as opposed to the prequels, which was so choreographed. Dancing. Dancing, Dancing. Yes. and that's kind of what you know, and that's why I like Lethal Weapons fight is that it's just two guys just wailing on each other, almost no technique mm. at all at that point, yep. and it's just something more visceral about it. And it's the same then, with like Schwarzenegger's Commando. I mean, he's not using anything; he's just using his brute strength and just. But that's the point. The is it's like Sean just said that I mean, what's his name in um, Riggs was supposed to be like a trained fighter and everything else he'd been in the war and everything else he, sh he surely should have known some decent half decent moves and the same with what's his name and um, the guy who was fighting gary but Busey. he was uh you know he, he was, was more was of a sniper like, yeah he was not like some martial arts expert he was just ah. you know and he, he, was, and he like really lost it by that yeah yeah and he'd kind of lost it himself at that point in the movie you know he was pure rage anyway yeah which that's the, that's the point it brings the emotion like there's uh i think Right later, media mentioned this, but there's a sword fight in one of the James Bond films with Pierce Brosnan, where it's just oh, yeah, basically yeah. just two guys just wailing on each other, and it's supposed to be a nice fight, but you know you feel the emotion, mm -hmm. and they're just breaking <coughs> shit and all that kind it's of stuff. It's the same. It's the same principle. I've always said that the whole um, lightsaber fight at the uh, with Darth Maul and Obi Wan at the end of Phantom Menace is choreographed, but right. then Luke Luke at the end of Jedi is just wailing on him. He's just angry. Just great. And there's no. Yeah, you know, and anyway, we're getting off the point. Back to the gray man. <laughs> um, well, I, mean, I get. I, well, I mean, I think that is the point: is that the gray man is. I would like to see just a little less stylized fighting, a little less yeah. choreographed well, actually, I stuff. I just didn't a get little. that from it. Yeah, I didn't I, get that. Yeah, I didn't. Less drone cams as well. Oh no! Yeah. Do you know what? That is no. Sorry, that is something I actually quite liked. I thought the drone camera really? work was was yeah was spot on. Oh. It was nice to see a bit of creativity. Yeah, I liked it. As a, yeah. As opposed to just, <laughs> I love the way we're just like all four of us now fighting and like taking sides and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, okay. although I don't like being on the side with Sean, but you know. Um, <laughs> well, I can switch sides. Just have a spot if you want. <laughs> Retard. But, <laughs> But the whole, like I, said, I think the, I think some of the cam work that I've been seeing right lately, because there was this and the ambulance is another one, and just some of the shots are just so much more creative because you've got a camera, you know, a, a camera attached to a drone. I like them. I don't know. Like, I just if you just for the point, if you gave me the choice between this and the the very first First Blood movie, I would take First Blood every time. I think it's a oh sure. It's just so, a, it's so yeah. much more visceral. You talk about camera work. It's like they had one cam inside some weird mine lit by one torch, and that was far more effective to me than all of these highly technical machine made camera work that they do now. I just I, know, I like that. I know what you mean, but then you know they they are two different tones of a movie. Right. That you know, yeah, one of them fair, is... yeah, fair point. But I mean, it, it, I like that tone better for an action flick. 
Yeah, no, fair enough. I so would I mean, just like to turn it down, just tone it down a little bit. That's all. Just tone the special effects down a little bit. Because well, the bit, what yeah. what annoyed me is, is the opening sequence in the plane, and when he's falling out of the plane and trying to get the other parachute and stuff, there was a lot of camera work there. Where I thought I was looking at it, going, "Yeah, you can't see anything. You can't see." Yeah, that anything. was a little. That was the weakest. Of the I, movie yeah, I agree. I, That's I, when I was, I was like, worried. "What the hell?" And then I they don't even worried. bother to show him landing. I'm like, "What the hell?" <laughs> yeah. Um, just roll, tuck your knees, darling, and roll, and you'll be fine. Um, <laughs> but I was worried up until that point, but I thought the rest of the fights just panned out really well. You know, and they I just yeah. thought they, they really... There was no you know, shaky cam. you got to give it credit for that. that there was no shaky cam. Oh, yeah, yeah. granted. I'll give them that. See, I was born and raised on the early um, Jackie Chans, where it was all very sort of like, ha, he... Who, ha, but it was all shot at a, a distance and without all these fast cuts and editing. I think it was, not it, Transporter 3, I think it was? And for some strange reason, every time there was a punch or a kick, the director had to, like, cut the angle or something. That was the Born just... series that brought us The Born, yeah, that, that really is what set that crap in motion because yeah. Matt Deck clearly did not have the skill to pull off. Yeah. I like the forms. Oh, I and did it, too, in, but, and, and it was same... novel at the time, but now it's in everything. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, you come back to, say, like, um, the Winter Soldier, the the opening sequence where he has the fight with the Frenchman, you know, both of those guys rehearsed, and, you know, it was a, it was a well-done fight because you saw the action as opposed to these fast-cut punches and everything else. And like I say, I was worried at that first bit where they're coming out the plane. I thought, eh, I'm not sure I'm going to like this. But the rest of the action, I thought, was was good. It, like I say, it got a little over the top, the whole bit on the track. It was trampoline. enjoyable. Yeah, it, it, it's growing on me as I go along, and I, I still have half the movie to watch, an hour of it. I don't watch. think it's a modern classic or anything. It's oh, a no, fun it's... action movie. It's a fun yeah, think, summer action uh, movie. The elephant in the room, though, is uh, Anna de Armas kept all her clothes on. Massive and and they missed a chance for her to go, you look like a good Joe. I really <laughs> wanted that line. In yeah, because yeah, you got the you got he got called a Ken doll, didn't he, by... Um, yeah. Chris Evans called him a Kendall, so I presume that was a nod to the film. And I was like, oh, oh they just meet, please say, like, oh, you look like a good Joe. That would have been great. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's funny. I know that, that's okay. a line from Blade Runner. And then yes. she got her tits out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, the only thing that I had, the only, the, the weird thing that struck me about the movie was, is the fact that the two main protagonists were white. Um, mm. and, and the fact that, like I say, I watched it and I didn't think to myself, there's no messages in well, this. No, they gave, they, gave the, uh, they gave the they gave the they gave the black woman cancer and blew her up. <laughs> and then yeah. the main black <laughs> the main bad guy that we see in the film is uh, is a black dude. And yeah. it's just I was so refreshed at that that that's I think a good chunk that's, of my enjoyment was the fact I wasn't being preached at. That's true. About, I'll get there, there I, absolutely one hundred percent. Nothing in that movie is woke. Yeah. No. Well, now you know. Now you why it's got forty nine percent on the critics on Rotten Tomatoes, ninety yeah. percent audience. Yeah. And also the fact that Anna de Armas in it obviously was getting her ass handed to her every time she fought a dude. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. kind of like, oh, it's a girl. We're going to take a gender with her. You watching it and going, that that hurt. That I, that yeah. really hurt. <laughs> you know. Yeah. A couple, just, couple of I times we... she was knocked out. I was thinking, rape scene. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was hoping anyway. Just, <laughs> just say Sean. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah. That's our code word from now. If we're talking rape scene, just say Sean. 
<laughs> Sean scene. I was hoping for a really graphic, detailed, horrible Sean scene. <laughs> well, I mean, well, I, they made her character power. <laughs> they did make her uh, character powerful, but they used her like she gets she the drop on. Yeah, but she gets yeah. the drop on Chris Evans at one point yeah. by mm. shooting him. You know, hidden yeah. in the bushes with a dart because he, yeah. he doesn't see her. Yes, that's how a woman uses her brains and uses a weapon and evens yeah. up the odds. Of course, that's not how hand anybody, to hand yeah. throwing a, it, a guy three, you know, three hundred pounds heavier than her. That doesn't work. The I only mean, you can imagine seeing Anna was... throwing Chris Evans around. Oh, it's like, nonsense. <laughs> yeah. I bet Chris Evans in the script readings every day was going. I still think there should be a fight between uh, fight between me and, and Anna. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. He's not. <laughs> he's not alpha enough to to want to rest around with a woman. He probably was like, no. uh, that, "Can I mean, can Mister Gosling take his clothes this shirt off for our uh, our, our fat sake?" Yeah, for the demographic. <laughs> um, it was kind of that's one of the scenes that did annoy me because I did think to myself, "It's literally a bullet. Kill him." You know, he's obviously a dangerous man put a bullet in his head while he's down. But obviously they needed him for the rest of the story. And the same with when they go to um, arrest him in, in the black woman's house. And it's kind of, why is, why is he staying back in ops? Surely he because, would be there. And then when you the, see what happens, you go, Oh, right. That's why. Right. Okay. Yeah. And he's an asset that the boss, cause Anna still wants to keep her job, even through everything that happens in the movie. You got, it's the CIA mm. though. Every one of them still trying to keep their job and get, you know, to, to promote their career. So they don't really want to have to kill each other. He's Gosling mm. is the only one considered disposable by everybody mm. in the no, government. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Any, anybody else, when you first saw him on uh, Captain America, but Chris Evans, when you first saw him in this part, did anybody else think Dewey from Scream? No. I've not seen no. can't remember Scream. The, the, the guy who always wore the cop. What's it, Chris? Um, Hart, David, David Arquette. David Arquette's David character. Arquette, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What, because of the tash? Yeah, that's stash. Oh, no, I just kept thinking, well, I bet we don't see him in a park with kids. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was even called out on his porn stash, wasn't he? Yeah, he calls it yeah. what, trash stash. Trash stash, yeah. Trash stash. He said, I think I, I saw a picture of um, Captain America with a beard, and it sort of goes from... Um, uh, Good evening, ma'am. Nice to meet you. To when he had the moustache, to sort of like, good evening, man. You better start running. <laughs> <laughs> carry, carry a gun. Mace won't stop me. <laughs> no, he I was really good. I, I have candy. Then the the real ca the next Captain America I want to see is Soldier Boy from the Boys. Exactly the same way he is, but in the new Captain America movie yeah. and called Captain America. But I want him to be exactly the same way he was yeah. in the boys. Shooting nuns in the face and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. I think they kind of did that in the Winter Soldier with that unhinged U.S. agent dude. But he's not really unhinged. And I don't think so. For the boys. MCU, he is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true, I guess. How bad is that new Captain America going to be, though? Dog shit. Isn't it going to be the right. worst? Tell, tell me about this because I, I haven't read anything about this. What's what's going on? There's new, there's going to be a, a new Captain America. It's, it's going to be yeah, it's the Falcon. It's Captain Falcon. Yeah. Oh, really? Captain Falcon America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sam, yeah Sam, what's his name? Sam Wilson. Yeah. Is his um, name? No, no, no. His name in real life is um. Oh, I don't oh, know. Oh, Anthony Mackie. Yeah. 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 Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, someone someone on the comment section put about him on another article. He said he's Sam Mackie is 
to a leading role what toast is to a banquet. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember who did it. Wow. <laughs> I honestly, within the, within the confines of the MCU, and given how the story went, I didn't really have a problem with making Sam the new Captain America. Um, given their relationship and given that Bucky yeah. was a guy out of time and kind of damaged. I didn't, you know, that Bucky would yeah. work with him and that kind of thing because he knew Steve, but I, I didn't have a problem with it. How they executed on that was just god awful. Yeah, and that culminated yeah. in our, you need to do better, Senator. Oh, yeah. Yeah. you need to do better, Disney. That's right. Like Disney's ever going to do that? <sighs> I mean, it's. It, I mean, it is funny because I mean, what is going to happen at the point where Disney are starting to lose? I mean, like proper money, proper millions, proper. <laughs> it's starting. So. That's what I mean. Is you know they are going to have to at some point think to themselves, this strategy ain't working. They haven't had success. They've had no. They've had no way home, and that's a Sony product, technically. Yeah. So they had to split the money. So. Yeah, and that's yeah. it. Everything before else we, has been a been not a success. Before we get too much in the weeds, big name directors. That's what before they can we do. get too much in the weeds, is Gray Man a uh, serviceable throwback to an '80s action movie or not? What's the verdict from you guys? I think it was. I think it was too. I, like I say, there was there was no woke. There was just two badass guys going at each other. <laughs> oh, no, hang on. That's a different film I watched. Um, <laughs> no, but I mean, it, that was, it was just, it was just a, like I say, it reminded me of, of things like Tango and Cash and Commando and, and, and all these kind of movies where it was just, it was just old-fashioned action, you know? It's a step and, in the right direction, let's just say that. Yeah. It's re- really yeah. good. Yeah, I, I would say absolutely it needs, a, it needs one more layer of cheese and I think it would be... It's a little uh, bit too slicked up John Wick to be hundred percent there, but it's like you said, it's a very good it's, leap in the Yeah, record. it's a cross between Bourne and John Wick, but I think, it, like I said, it's it's a it's a step in the right direction. I want to say something controversial now that Sean's going to be crying at. I watched Commando the other day, Sean. It was on it was on Sky when I was channel hopping. Mm-hmm. That's not aged well, my friend. No, it it it's it you know not aged it's well. a crap. Shoot the screen. <laughs> no, you, you know, it's a crap movie, up and, and the end is just like one big giant ridiculous gunfight, which is an entertaining. Uh, but it, it really isn't that great. Of a I don't movie. think anybody ever really thought it was a great movie, but no, I, 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 uh, I don't know classy, if you called but... it on. I don't know if you called it so bad it's good movie either, but there's something about it that's it's not great, it, but it boy, it, com- it's com- bad, but it's damn entertaining. It's he's better a, than Raw G. Until he gets on the island, it's good up until he gets on the islands. Oh, really? The, <laughs> the when he gets to the island is when I like it because that's when all the killing starts. You know. <laughs> no, I just thought that it was Proper just it was. Just, yeah. you know, it's, it's mannequins standing outside. They're just mannequins with guns. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is an interesting category. This is an interesting yeah, category. You know what? I would put it. I would put Commando in the same category as Roadhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's an yeah. interesting category. These these not great action movies, but you love them. What uh, that's the thing. It's again coming back to that gray man. I was just entertained. I was entertained I was by this. Entertained. But know, I wouldn't call movie. it I wouldn't call it bad like Roadhouse or Commando. No, it's not bad. I don't think it's bad. See, it's not bad. It's not a bad movie. I'm saying Commando and Roadhouse are and I say bad because I just don't have a better adjective right now. But those are not good movies. But They're they are beams. so yeah. freaking entertaining. B yeah. movies, maybe. You know yeah, that's not bad. And, well, yeah, and I would put yeah. this in that category. This is a this is a 
good movie. Not a great movie, a good movie. Um, but those those kinds of movies, I would love to try to figure out a list of those. So, do you know, on what, the... do you know what Boathouse and Commando are? They're cereal for dinner. You shouldn't enjoy it, but you do. <laughs> Listen, like I've said many times, the movie only has to only has one real criteria for me: did it bore me or not? Mm. And it did not bore me. I liked it. Commando does not bore me. Roadhouse. It's got a lot of titties in it. It did not bore me. Nope. <laughs> it now, is, it... going back to that sort of thing, though, Reacher is... Uh, Reacher did not bore me. Reacher, very kind of... I mean, there's some... It would make a good pairing, I think, yeah. in some ways. But again, there wasn't kind of any of that message going on in there or anything else. It was no. just a story Reacher about... Reacher had a couple of moments that come close to... Oh, you see that in everything. Um, oh, what was the uh, Black Detective? Yeah, there was a couple of little things. There was a little, yeah. I felt like one, that was more... I felt like that was more, you know, from the source material when he wrote it and <laughs> more... It felt more organic. It didn't feel like they it were did. shoving something yeah. in. I mean, okay, you get a a black Harvard cop moving to a tiny little town in Georgia. Yeah, okay. Probably there's going to be a comment or two. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's what happened. There was a minor comment or two. It wasn't like Mississippi burning no, or something. No, there was a few other things. <laughs> That wasn't the the that wasn't what set me off. It was a few other little things like later in the series, and I, I'm trying to remember what it was, but it was just little here and there, and I was like, the dude that played him. That's, I mean, I like Tom Cruise. Dude has a work ethic, but he is not Jack Reacher. Yeah, that <laughs> no, dude. No. That dude they was Jack perfect Reacher. casting. Yeah, perfect. What's casting. his name? Alan something. Is it Alan, Alan Richter, 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 something like that. He was. Yeah. Um, what was he in before that? Because I'd never seen him in anything. He was yet. Uh, in Titans. He I played was say he was Hawk? Aquaman in Smallville as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah. There was a couple yeah. of bits and pieces that were yeah small. Um, he really he really came into his own. He's always played in these CW kind of things. He's been like ah, oh, you need a big guy, big pretty. Alan guy. Rick Richson. Richson. Alan Richson. Fucking gigantic God. human being. He yeah. is ju- Yeah, man. That's what's awesome about it. He just goes through people like a hot knife through butter, and I like that. You know, he just uses pure force and willpower to, to get his way. Who doesn't like yeah. who who, but who among us doesn't want brilliant. to treat the world like that? <laughs> he knows when not to be not to use force. You know and he's and he's such That's a he is. But you can tell Sorry, he enjoys no, no. it when he does. That's what I really liked about it. Is like he yeah. You know, there's no like. Yeah. But he wasn't. He wasn't invincible. I mean, he almost got his ass handed yeah. to him in the house. Yeah, which was yeah. good. I mean, that that I was right. like, this is this is not. He's not Superman, right? And um, you know, somebody with skills can hurt him, and and I love his his almost Sherlock Holmesian way of looking at things. It's great. Yeah. I, this is this is weird. I've just looked him up. Um, I didn't recognize him in it, but apparently he played Raphael in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> well, that was the well, makeup. He <laughs> didn't look like him though. But, but apparently he was <laughs> he was in Hunger Games, Captain <laughs> Fire as well. Yeah, uh, I I didn't I don't remember him in Hunger Games. He's just had a lot of different parts, but he's needed a a starring role or something. And yeah, he's got it now though. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He's struck gold with this. They should, he should reckon, dye his hair black and be the next Punisher if they if it ever is, you know. See, the Reacher series was like oh, so close to being 
an actual legit Punisher story. You know, it was, why can't they do it? Like we always get this whiny alcoholic <laughs> Punisher that's never the way he's supposed to be. That Jack Reacher is the closest to a what to a, what what a breath of fresh air. A guy who has basically a good parents and a good family life <laughs> yeah. growing up. Yeah. He doesn't have this horrible yeah. past. Yeah, yeah, okay, he lost his brother in this story, but yeah. that was in this story. He has, like, one minor regret that he did that is not really the end of the world. He wasn't abused by his dad or his no. uncle or anything else yeah. like that. Like, what it a breath just... of fresh air. That's what I mean, like saying, not coming back to the whole woke thing, but, I mean, again, you're not being preached out of this. What you are getting is you are just getting a decent story about a guy who is looking for his... And you're a following it along... Yeah, and you're just enjoying it. And again, like I say, I'll come back to the Grey Man. I just thought it was a great story. I mean, like yeah. I say, it's been done a thousand times before, but I was intrigued to see where it was uh, going to go. You know, the, the re- get revenge story, and that's what this boils down to, but with some detective added. Man, it, it's it's evergreen. You know, it's mm. it's always it's a you know it always works. Do you think we get a sequel to Grey Man? Absolutely. The ending is clearly, you know, it leads I mean, I didn't see Ryan Gosling being a vampire. That was a twist. No, I know it, man. The way he mutated into that giant bat and everything, I was like, why didn't he do that earlier in the movie? Why didn't he do that when he was falling from the airplane? I think what just see Yoda watching the end of it going, there's nothing like that in there. So. Uh, when did the space aliens come? Yeah. Oh, well, that's, that's a, yeah, Chris Hammond's character, isn't it? Because I mean, he's, yeah, he's, he's, oh, space he's, he's It turns out it's a it's a backdoor um, sequel for V. He's one of the lizards. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, class. I wish they would try V one more time. Give it a good, you know. It, yeah, make oh, it good. Oh. I've always, I've did always you, enjoyed. Did you see story. the remake? And I like, did not watch the remake. Two thousand nine. No, I hell, think yeah. I gave up a couple of episodes. episodes. Yeah, the first and... the first original miniseries was so good, I had no desire to revisit it in two thousand and nine. As that, a child, that... I was highly traumatized by her eating the guinea pig and her jaw opening. Yeah, and that was very that thick. Was... Have you yeah. seen that effect yeah. recently? <laughs> not aged well. <laughs> no, it's not good. The guinea pig crawls back good. out again. <laughs> Pretty hilarious. Talk about talk about a pushing the message. That, that, that miniseries was so you know blatant. It was like, yeah, we all know that World War Two happened. And, yeah. You know, it's, yeah. Did yeah. you? Did, what did you? It, the original miniseries was really good. It the final battle, not as much. Not so much. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that. Um, There's a reason you don't remember that feel. No, I think it was. I know it sounds horrible, but I think it was just like on British TV. We just never. I don't remember seeing it. Because the I used to tune in every Saturday to watch it. And the <laughs> only thing I remember from the final battle that I think all of us were talking about was when the girl gave birth to the twin baby. Mm. <laughs> they said they brought out the first baby. And it's like. Oh, it's human. It looks human. They show it to her, and a big lizard oh, tongue comes yeah, out. Oh, yeah, I do remember that now. Screaming, and then yeah, like oh, it's a, there's another one, and it's like this this uh, lizard baby Ooh, comes baby crawling out thing. of her vag and just looks at the camera <laughs> like, it's just like the Queen of England. That's probably why they didn't show that one over there. Oh, it was so <laughs> funny. <laughs> oh, it looks In like about years time we'll be knowing that V was actually a fork uh, fork coming. Of what's going to happen? Yeah, they're trying to warn you. <laughs> Oh, it's so f- 
What's so weird is that there is a an old set of um, outtakes from Star Trek: The Next Generation, the first season of Star Trek: The Next, and the first episode Encounter at Farpoint. And there's a scene where, for whatever reason, the the dude he turns around and he's holding like this lizard baby from V, and oh, he's no making shit. a big joke out of it. But it's clearly the same puppet. And I'm like, going, <laughs> and I just happened to notice because I happened to see them both at the same it, it, with because they were very close to each other. If you think about it, and I'm like, how did that puppet end up in Star Trek? Is there some crossover that's coming? You know, I can, I can imagine yeah. he, he was obviously walking to work that day. And he walked past the thing and saying, "Oh, look at that lizard baby! Can we put that on the show? Yeah, you we? know, somebody yeah. just yeah. pulled it off the <laughs> shelf in the studio or something. <laughs> Are they both Paramount? Was that the deal? I, I don't, I'm just trying to figure out how that happened. Uh, yeah, oh, they yeah. showed on the same channel, I believe. So probably. Uh, man, they used to be great back when they did shit like that. Man, they did V, and then they did like Lonesome Dove, the miniseries, and man, they they used to do some good stuff back in the day. The right? Team. Yeah. It's, oh well, no, that, I'm talking about the the miniseries. You know that kind of oh, stuff. Like, the am big I writing, event miniseries. Am I right in saying then that the, with Roots. a lot of the a lot what of the a problems. <laughs> what well, I, it should have won an award for best fictional because the guy admitted <laughs> years late, like ten years ago, he's like, "Oh yeah, I made it all up." <laughs> is is it a question of now that the problem that we have nowadays is when you had like a, you know the miniseries V and stuff back in like in jolly old England, we had like four channels, yeah. So yeah. that's kind of all you had. Whereas nowadays they just you know if you look at all the series that come out, I look at some series and I just think, oh, can't be bothered because it's you know going to be eight hours or whatever, and I could, and there's just too many of them. There's too much choice of what's supposed to yeah. be good. It's yeah, I sit there for about twenty minutes looking through my watch lists on yeah. like Netflix, Amazon, and, and all the other. And then you end up watching like, something, and you're like, "I want to watch it." I'll just watch the office it, again. <laughs> yeah, that's what I end up. Doing. I, I, well, it took me six months to watch Reacher because I was just kind of getting to the point. It's like, I'll just let this shit come out, let it settle, watch the some of the videos, wait and see what you know the general reaction is, give yeah. it a little time to percolate, and see if people still kind of like it. Like when the critical drinker really talked up Reacher, and I, I keep hearing you guys talk about Reacher, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna finally give this one a try, and I'm glad I did. But you know, I'm getting to the point. It's like I don't want to waste my time on stuff on some piece of shit. You know. Let me yeah. ask you something. Who whose opinion do you put more weight in, critical drinker <laughs> or uh, uh, the rest of us? No, I really, I, I'm serious about this. Because <laughs> right. I wonder, it's like, why does this guy's opinion hold? And and I don't mean it like to you. It's you know, it's not you. it's not so much that. Like, you know, you guys or what it's more about who who generally aligns with my taste. Right. It's funny because I've seen I've seen the critical drinker mention a couple of movies and I've disagreed with him. Yeah. There's a few there's a few I do with him. But he 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 really articulates his points well of why he likes something. I think that's why he's taken off because he's he's very good at explaining himself. I think that's why Red Letter Media did such a good job of explain because they really get in and they and they they very good communicators and explaining why they think it's something bad and then backing up points where other people say it sucks and that's about all you get. Or he you know, he really understands storytelling, yeah. yeah, yeah, and that kind of thing, yeah. Um, and he's funny as hell. That helps a lot. I, I think yeah. Sean, I align with you on a lot of like action movies and stuff, where well, you and George align more on on more exploitation type movies. Uh, Matt and I aligned more on Star Trek, obviously. So I think, you know, I, 
none of us live in a vacuum. I, I respect all your guys' opinions. It's not the difference. No, I know that. Like, I just wondered just, why I just would I wondered if like there was something out there that we was like that we loved and you would be like, eh, I don't know. But then if you hear like critical drinker, you're like, oh, okay. Well, like, uh, like your, your Paul Thomas Anderson stuff, you and I, and, and you got me into dinner with Americans. Um, so those kinds or dinner in America, whatever it's called. Um, so that kind of stuff, I'm like, okay, if Sean likes that kind of movie, then I'm probably going to like it. Whereas if you talk about an exploitation thing where somebody gets raped by a badger, then I'm probably not going to enjoy that. So I don't even know if I'd enjoy that. <laughs> don't lie, Sean. I like Will you stay out of my home movie collection? <laughs> I like where your head's at, though. I do like where your head's at. I, I, I understand you. I think we got a really good mix of uh, taste. Yeah. I think that's I our like. strongest. I think that's actually our strongest thing is that that uh, we have really varied tastes amongst all four of us. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, there's a lot of the, some of the Japanese anime that from the, what's, what's the guy's name? Um, Miyazaki that I really love that you guys probably aren't into as much. Oh no, I love, yeah, I like. Studio oh, you like Ghibli. Miyazaki? Okay. Oh, oh hell, I love anime, dude. We uh, just never talk about it. I don't, I, I don't know why. Maybe because yeah. these two idiots don't like it, but. Uh, then, right? gets... You know, I get into these older <laughs> sure, movies. I don't, I don't think any of you guys are into the, some of the older musicals and stuff, or just older movies in general. I, I like older, older movies. Musicals. I just do not like. I just don't like musicals. We know because you're poshy British, so we know you like musicals. I don't like musicals. I don't like them either. Call so, uh, yourself but... part of furniture. <laughs> <laughs> are you kidding? Life of Brian was amazing. Uh, <laughs> dancing on the cross. Who else could choreograph that? <laughs> No, has I mean, anyone seen Mayor of Kingstown? Not no. yet, man. You said you sent me the oh, link there. You, yo, do you like Yellowstone? You're going to love this. Uh, it's, it's quite similar to The Wire. Has anyone seen The Wire? I see, You know I've what? I missed out on it back the in the day when it was so. Yeah. Uh, there's a, there's another one. It's like I think how many? There's like fourteen. There's a lot of seasons, aren't there? Or am I thinking what, something else? Like no, I think there's no. only, I think there's only about four or five. Yeah, oh, well, maybe I'm thinking something early. different. Maybe I'm thinking of something like uh, you're thinking of the Shield, I believe. Shield, yeah. Uh, I've never. I seen started that. watching That's the it. Shield and I kind of fell out of it. Um, I don't know. Some of these mid two thousand stuff they got very repetitive. It got repetitive, but they, they also were so depressing it's... all the time. Like Rescue <laughs> Me with Dennis Leary, I really liked, but it it fortunately it didn't overstay its welcome. But it was kind of like the same. Oh God, he's drinking again. Yeah, <laughs> I think I only done one season of that. But sure, in the Mayor of Kingstown, there's a prison riot. Without giving too much away, let's, mate, you'll be in your element. Oh, good. There's guns and brutality how, and everything. Hostages. How many episodes is it in there? In oh, there? not many. I think it's about eight. Oh, that's good, man. I um, yeah. Have you seen that? Um, it's called We Don't. Let's see. It was a it was an yeah, HBO the, mini series. We yeah, own this city, yes. About Bob. Like watching it the other night. I'm yeah, it's like a true true story about those uh, bad cops in Boston. It's yeah. pretty good. You'd like it, Yoda, I think. No, I'm gonna like it. I just don't like the main actor, John Bernthal. Yeah, just yeah, I don't like him. I don't. He's an anti-gun fag, so I don't like him. He's anti-gun, considering the fucking stuff he makes. Considering he was Punisher. Yeah, he was literally the punch, yeah. but he's a uh, everybody. He, funny. He, only actors and cops should be able to play with guns. You know, he's one of those kind of. What, uh, like Alec Baldwin? According to Tom Hanks, that's true. 
Uh, what'd you say there, Gota? I said what, like Alec Baldwin? Right. <laughs> the real pros, you know. The pros. The experts on abortion and climate change and guns, you know, actors. Yeah. I've just I'm sure added to my watch list C with uh, Aquaman, what's his name? Oh no, I Jason can't Momoa. It's on Apple, Apple Plus. Oh, oh, he always plays the big bearded loud man, doesn't he? <laughs> the bro dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when you're talking sh- about uh, brutal and and you know really violent scenes, one of the things I liked about Reacher is that it had brutal violent scenes, but only to accomplish a goal, yeah. like and no more. It was never gratuitous. It was it because that what had to be done at that moment. Well, he's the good guy, you know. If well, it, it isn't becomes- just that. I mean, he could, like there's one where I think. The only thing I thought at the very end was a little bit, oh, was it that lucky? Is that all the main characters got to have their their arc completion with their various antagonists? Like she got to take out the mayor, and he got to take out his friend, and of course he got to take out JD. I, I thought that was kind of funny. It's like, oh, that that was lucky. But like, I don't know that he hit him with the with the thing that slammed down on his head. Um, the Finley hit the, his friend Picard, you know, just because he had to. It was like they were fighting. He had to. Mm. He had him in the position. It was really quick. Just did it. It wasn't gratuitous. It was brutal, but had to be done because there's a fire and they need to get the hell out of there. <laughs> that kind of stuff I really liked. I thought it was. I like the shower scene. I did too. Man, <laughs> she looked like out. a tiny little thing, didn't she? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did think to myself, like he's going to split her. This is going to be this. This is going to be like a, a hamster <laughs> trying to eat a banana. Oh man! <laughs> uh, by the way, I thought she was pretty Indeed. pretty solid. She's hot yes. and and was solid actress and well done. Again, and just well written, and and yep. just it was just it was it was yeah it was a good series. It was a really good series, and it's kind of not coming back to the to the obvious because we'll think about wrapping up. But I mean, it's back to this kind of just good old fashioned storytelling of not trying to promote any message throughout the thing. It's just let's just tell a story about this is what it is. This is this is the story. Mm-hmm. And like I say, Reacher did it well. Thought the Grey Man did it well. Sean said you couldn't find any kind of woke in it, didn't you? The Grey Man? No woke at all in Grey Man. That was cool, dear. And your I'll, nose I'll is pretty sensitive, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, Yoda would tell you too. If if, Yoda, if there was any woke in it, Yoda would have already brought it up too, because he we we're yeah. Americans and we have to have it <laughs> in our faces twenty four seven. So oh, we're the same. We're the same. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, it goes uh, completely uh, over my head. I think women are great. Well, we should have more black gay actors. <laughs> You'll get there. You'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> from what Here I can tell, are. you you we're dummies are. are importing it from us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're a couple of years behind you. Yeah, we're not quite at your levels, but we're not far well, behind. No, I was going to say, you say that though. Doctor Who's gone that way, isn't it? So <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. I still I love that even... scene. I love that comment last week where that guy's like watching Doctor Who's like wandering into the blue oyster bar from Louisiana. <laughs> 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 I wish that I would have come up with that. that oh no, that's fun. gay panic. That's uh that's homophobia. You can't do any of that. Whatever. Still funny. That show is no. gonna be so bad. I kind of, again, I never watched any of the Jodie Whittaker ones because I just, I just thought, no. you know what? I, and the ones that 
happened to be on TV that I happened to watch. There was one, I think, with Bradley... Oh, I can't think of his Walsh. name now. Walsh. Was, was dancing and he had lasers in his shoes or something or other. And I was watching it and going, oh, God, this is, this is you know, this is worse than like a kid's program that's written by kids for kids. And so, so I didn't bother. But with the new Doctor Who, I'm kind of thinking... I don't know. Might be quite funny. Help me understand. The only reason I know anything at all about Doctor Who is because Dean watches every episode and then gets on Facebook and just <laughs> goes off about it for you know a wall of text. And uh, help help me understand. I, when I was growing up in the seventies, I remember Doctor Who. I remember the his name. Um, to, uh, Sylvester, no. Sylvester McCoy, Tom Baker, Tom, Tom Baker. Baker. Tom Baker. Tom Baker. He lives near me. Uh, really? Playing him, and I, it's you know, I never really got into it. It was, it was for some reason, it was on PBS in the state government channel, and I just never watched it. Uh, well, little I saw of it, it was like kind of interesting, but I, it was, you know, when I would watch an episode, I was clearly it was like in the middle of a soap opera, and I didn't have any context about what was mm. going on, so I, I never got into it, and then. Did it, did it go off the air for a while and then it started up again in 96 or something? It's it's kind of like, yeah, they kind of, the BBC seemed to sort of keep... They ran into out. the grounds. Yeah, yeah, they, they it, it goes all sort of crappy. And because, I mean, some of, some of the earlier episodes, some of the episodes I remember, were the, you know, the really awful special effects and stuff. And there was like zero budget. Yeah, there was, and Colin Baker, was it? And, you know, there was kind of yeah. Peter Davison. They, they had zero budget on them. Um, and I kind of remember them as a kid being great. And they'll watch them now and I think, oh, it's just, it's just terrible. But they kind of, every 10 years. It's like it's the original kind of like, Star Trek. It's yeah. kind of like it. <laughs> you know the clown that comes out every 28 years yeah. to kill kids and stuff is you know sort of the bbc go oh we haven't done doctor who for a while yeah no yeah yeah let's let's, let's do yeah. something with the daleks and stuff and well, then there's always kind of, like, money at it didn't they and and they had some good script writers and it really yeah. looked at a whole new generation like my my two eldest in particular that was only i don't know eight or maybe nine or ten when it come out again and they absolutely loved it. So I, I never liked Doctor Who. I thought it was shit. But I liked the ones with um, uh, David Tennant and Matt Smith. Matt Smith, yeah. That were, those were great then, series. So if you were going to get yeah, started with it, older, would you start in like the interest. 90s version and just go from there? Was it David Tennant I, or the... I don't know. I think there's, uh, there's one... I was, yeah, I was going to say there was a series of Christopher and Billy Eccleston. Piper, okay. and it's it's best to start there. And then, I mean, some of those series are a bit hit and miss. I mean, the whole series with Catherine Tate, just, oh, Catherine Tate is just the worst. And so I can't, I can't stomach her at all, so I didn't, I didn't watch any of it. But they also had, oh, what's her name? It's, it's pronounced something like Adia Freeman or something. Um, and she was... Oh, yeah, she was quite fit. Oh, she was gorgeous. She was really beautiful. And so again... Quite enjoyed it. But she was she was black, but there was no preaching, there was no messaging. No. It was just like, here's my new assistant. And yeah. You know, and yeah, there was like I say, there's no and then but then when it got to Jodie Whittaker, the bit that got me was when they had a whole hour long program over here to announce who the new doctor was. And they brought out all these people and everything else and and then they announced it was Jodie Whittaker. I was just like, Nope, checked out. Nah, well, I, I remember seeing some of the trailers on that says the doctor. She's like, I've had an upgrade. It's like, ah, oh. mm. yeah, no, see ya. Yeah, mm. I didn't. I think it's like going down here with Capaldi, though. I think that's when the oh, yeah. like, it's too obvious. It just, yeah, 
There's a couple of good episodes that he did, but yeah, yeah, overall it started to just go downhill from there, didn't it? I knew when the writing was on the wall, there was an episode and there was this young, that was trapped in this house and there was this young kid, he was probably about, I don't know, 19 or so. And they was talking, he went, oh yeah, my granddad's boyfriend told me about this. And I went, out, you're done, oh, off. Yeah, yeah. Fucking granddad's boyfriend, do me a favour. Is Torchwood related to Doctor Who? Yes. Yeah. It's a spin-off? Okay. Famous, yeah. famous bummer. Um, what's his name? Oh, yeah, I can't think of his name now. Apparently, he's been accused of um, waving his dick around the BBC and stuff, and a load of people have said he's oh. he's like that. Yeah, have you not read the that? BBC um, got sexual deviants working for him. <laughs> 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 this is totally shocking. You heard it here, people. What a shock. Unbelievable. I, I was shocked. Um, I... <laughs> I can't believe that. That's what made me laugh. I was thinking about allegations of that. What's wrong with that? That's every day in the BBC, isn't it? <laughs> the BBC, yeah. Yeah, um, shocked, John shocked to find gambling in this establishment. <laughs> yeah, John Barrowman was accused of it um, and stuff. And, but again, he's a famous... Uh, he's just, again, he's just one of those people that's just... He's got to ram it down your throat every time there's an interview with him. <laughs> <ever>. <laughs> anyway. You must know hey, well hey, 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 it brings back painful memories, all right? <laughs> um, but, I mean, with it, again, he is just one of those people that is just... What, any interview that he does, Show he's got... on the doll yeah. where it touched you. <laughs> <laughs> here, here, and here. Um, <laughs> that reminds and, me of a story. When I was in the college, I, was, I, was, I had I took some class, and it was like... Uh, I forget what it was. It was some sort of uh, sociology class or something. And, and the the professor, she taught... She was um, one of these victims. She worked with, you know, the, the ch- molested children. And... Uh, she was she brought in the dolls you know and there was the girl the two the little girl and the big and the woman and the little boy and the the dad and the the two all of them looked the same just one smaller than the other and uh she's sitting there and she's showing it and she's like this is the you know this is the father to use you know to show where he touched and this is the boy and my friend sitting in front of me turned around he goes that kid looks just like his old man <laughs> <laughs> How is this live stream still going? I don't know. We're not big enough yet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're getting all this out now, so when, when we're having millions of hits and everything else, we can uh, um, we can hold back. Remind okay. me once we go off the air to tell you the other thing that the same guy said. I can see I can see the chat then 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 going, Where's all the other stuff? We want the we want the funny stuff. Yeah, <laughs> Be yeah. funny again. Look, when you get famous, you have to have a lot of stuff you need to cover up. I mean, what's the fun of being famous if you don't have a bunch of shit in your closet you got to cover up, you know? I've already written my apology letters for these. That's um, right. My goal is to get really big and then old stuff I said turn up and then get us canceled. (laughs) (laughs) Just like everybody. It's like like in Family Guy. In Family Guy, when, um, what's his name? Mel Mel Gibson uh, apologizes. I'm sorry for you Jews with your big noses. (laughs) That's King Mail. That's King Mail to you, Phil. King Mail, sorry, King Mail. Uh, right, okay, come on, Yoda. Let's wrap it up. We've been here for a couple of hours. All right. I'm all racist out. <laughs> well, Perhaps we should divvy it up. One first. of us slag off homosexuals, one slag off black people, one do Jews. <laughs> that, way, that way we're not all worn out at the end. 
<laughs> Come on, there's always room for racism. <laughs> it's like cello. Uh, thank you very much for watching. This has been another live stream from lastmovieoutpost.com where we have <laughs> all your movie news, streaming news, and everything good about film. I am Drunken Yoda. This has been uh, Boba Phil, Sean, and Matt because they don't have uh, imaginative names like uh, we do. In fact, it kind of just goes <laughs> down as we go along, you know. Pretty soon it's just Matt. So, <laughs> uh, you can reach us at contact us at lastmovieoutpost.com. Those of you that have been listening on the podcast, we really do appreciate it. And I want to apologize for uh, letting it go for several weeks and then having them all pile up in one week. But we will try to keep that going on audio. And you can find us at all the best uh, podcast platforms such as iTunes, uh, Stitcher, and any other place that you might find it. Um, I am at Drunken Yoda One on Twitter. He is at not George Lucas still, <laughs> which is going to change. I am going to change my. Um, I've got an old account called Boba Phil, which I'm going to reactivate. I'm just waiting for my avatar to come through from Pops. Pops, if you're listening, do my avatar. All right. So at something, sometime, somewhere, sometime <laughs> in the future. Right. Yeah. Uh, Sean has no Twitter and is well armed, so don't try to contact him. And uh, Matt is just mostly drunk, so it's not. Matt is in his castle, surrounded by a moat, which I, you I, can I... get over unless the drawbridge is down. That's right. I, I know you have wine there in front of you, so you're not fooling anybody. Uh, anyway, it's been great. Uh, Bill, you got anything left? No. Um, apart from uh, apologies for not getting any videos up this week on the channel. Um, obviously, please like and subscribe to the channel and stuff. But we should be back on to videos as of next week. Um, like I say, it's just been very busy. I know, Yoda, you've been busy as well. But we will get yeah. back on to making busy videos. Busy and, and, quite frankly, a little unmotivated. And I need to get my mojo back on that. So i got to admit I'm the same. When you make Bye. a video and it only gets 30 looks. Bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that'll help me making videos. Well, what <laughs> they don't call me clever dick for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I say, I've been the same. That it's just getting the motivation to get some of them done as well. I've got some ideas, but I will, I will get down to doing them um, yep. to get them done. So, Sean, any last words? When I was nineteen, I did a guy in Laos from a thousand yards out. <laughs> only eight or ten guys in the world could have made that shot. It was the only thing I was Thanks. ever any good at. <laughs> Impersonating Mel Gibson from Lethal Weapon. I <laughs> nailed it. I, as I said, I never, I never heard of two gay guys doing each other from a thousand yards out. But that's, uh... <laughs> you must be up with Cheryl Palmer. Just through a pair of binoculars. You know, you ruined a good movie quote there. I did. And it uh, wasn't like you did it any, uh, any favors, but that's fine. <laughs> I quoted it perfectly. Well, I didn't know we had Mel Gibson with us today. <laughs> oh no, it was only uh, uh, let me let me tell you some other things. Actually, actually, who's really in control? Actually, you you do kind of resemble Mel Gibson nowadays, yeah. uh, with the depression beard and the grumpy uh, racism. <laughs> and you've never liked Jews, have you? <laughs> never, no. Are you kidding me? Anyway, sorry, Matt, Matt Yoda, carry on. <laughs> Say something sensible. Who, me? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to be here for the next couple of weeks because I'm going to be on holiday in Turkey. So uh... Turkey? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to Turkey, man. 
Okay. Don't get she hearted. Cocktails. So next week when you're doing this, I'll be drinking cocktails around the hall. Mm. All right. Bougie. Don't get yeah. she hearted, all right? And uh, don't try and come and bother my house because my eldest are going to still be here. And the moat and everything. Gotcha. Yeah, the yeah. moat. Boiling oil down the castle walls. Exactly. Well, just be the three of us for the next few weeks. That's uh, be like old times. Mm. <laughs> it'll, be, get... it'll be it'll be nice and fun. So yeah, I'll see yeah. If, uh, <laughs> since we won't have Matt on to embarrass us, I'll see if Cecil will join us one week. There you go. Yeah, no promises because he's a busy man and he's more important than us. So yep. who knows? Okay. He's actually got a channel worth of damn. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, the, the tons of work to get no views is not depressing at all. <laughs> hey, uh, if if, if some, some asshole doesn't copyright strike you. Honestly, the, the last few videos I have put up have been comedy gold. Not to blow my own trumpet, but they have been great. And the fact that nobody watches them is, is pretty annoying. I've put some belters up and like I say, go to the channel and like it and share and subscribe and tell everyone. Small brains, man. YouTube's just full of a bunch of small brain watchers that can't appreciate. You want a video that's going to go viral? Let's do Sean's top 10 rape scenes. Let's do it, yeah. (laughs) That really would go viral. Listen, that really would go viral. It really would. Because it would would fall right into that. Because there's a whole lot of guys that do movie stuff like that. And if we did that, that would be... You guys make fun of me over all the time about it. But that would be probably one of our biggest videos. Well, if Sean's done insulting our viewers, I think we'll... uh... (laughs) <laughs> I was insulting everybody else's viewers. That's... Sure you were. Uh, <laughs> I'll make a list of all the people that I insulted. Right. The 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 Aardvark channel. <laughs> Aaron A. Aronson. <laughs> all right, let's close this down. Thank you very much for watching, and we'll see you on the next stream.